good evening. My name is Richard. This is over and over and over again. This is the Arsenal Women's Show. It's all coming up the other side of this. So good afternoon, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, everyone in the world. It is eight o'clock. We're a bit later this week, and there's reasons for that, which we'll get into very, very shortly. Um, I just really want to start the show with a bit of an apology, really. I mean, I'm, I know I'm a man. I've never played women's football, so I've got no authority to speak about women's football. But I'm going to anyway, just because why not? Um, but anyway, um, the reason why we're a bit late starting today is Andreas has been flying um, to London because, of course, he's going to the game on Sunday against Chelsea. So um, now his flight was due in at seven o'clock. He was due to be at his hotel um, for just before eight. He was going to come on the show straight away. But as you would expect, there's been delays on the flight. Now he is on the way. He has landed at Heathrow. He's just making his way to the hotel. So he's going to be with us. He's just going to be a little bit later than we anticipated. Um, so we'll get started anyway. And for those, of course, who may not have been watching the show last couple of weeks ago, um, Amar is in India. So he's not here either tonight, unfortunately. Um, but he's sent some videos in. So we're going to obviously catch up with his thoughts. Um, he actually flies back from India on Sunday, just in time for the game. So um, he's obviously had a great time over there. Um, but he can't be with us tonight, of course, because he's in India. So uh, we'll let him off, won't we, tonight? I know, you know, sometimes, you know, he's late and this, that and the other. But tonight we'll let him off because he's a few thousand miles away. Um, and he can't make it. It's, I think it's 4 a.m. in the morning or something where he is as well. So we'll let him off, won't we, this week? And and obviously, Andreas has had a few um, problems with the you know delays to his flight, but he will be with us as soon as he can. So um, Greg's in the chat already. Hey, my friend, he says, I'm looking forward to Sunday's game. Hopefully go top. Well, to go top, we would need to win by about eight, nine goals, I think, with a goal difference. But we can certainly go level on points with them. And I think that's... Um, it's something that we have to try and do. We will talk about, obviously, the Chelsea game tonight. It's uh, one of the big um, things of the, the season, isn't it? Big game of the season. So we're going to look forward to that. Um, Terry says, evening, Richard, Greg, and all in the chat. Yeah, and yourself, mate, hope you're well. I say, you know, we've got a couple of excuses in, in tonight so far, but Andreas will be with us very, very shortly. But there's only really one place we want to start. We have to go back a couple of weeks, of course, because there was international break. We didn't have a show last Friday because we showed the England game. Um, so we need to go back a couple of weeks. And uh, obviously, there was um, a game... Um, against uh, West Ham. Now, of course, it turned out to be um, a fairly comfortable victory in the end, didn't it? Um, you know, we got the job done nice and early for a change. You know, we've been the team for the late goals, the late drama this season. But against West Ham, we got the job done early, didn't we? It was 3-0 at half-time and it was game over. Yes, those games can be quite frustrating, can't they, when the second half, the game's won. What do you do in the second half? You know, do you try and go for more goals and risk maybe letting them back into the game or do you just manage the game well? And to be fair, I thought in the second half we managed it well. We got the job done and, and a second clean sheet in the Rona WSL, which is important after the number of goals we conceded in the, the first few games. So we're heading in the right direction there. Of course, the highlight of the day, the highlight of the weekend, that particular weekend was, of course, Beth not only back in the starting lineup again, but actually scoring her first goal, her first two goals, as it turned out, because she got two in that game, didn't she? The first one in particular was a fantastic strike, wasn't it? Cutting in onto that left foot, curling into the top corner. 
Uh, and of course, the third goal uh, was a nice, simple finish, wasn't it, from inside the six-yard box? But it was great. It's great to have her back. And you can see that. Uh, and I think, you know, when you've been out for a year, it's never easy, is it? And it always it's always going to take time to to come back to the sort of level that you was playing at before. And I think with Beth, it's took her a while, hasn't it? She's been a bit in and out of the uh, the team, obviously. She's getting minutes here and there, and she was get, getting her way back in. And you can see that when she played sometimes, she wasn't quite as, as sharp as we'd been used to her before. And I thought that was obviously going to happen. And we had to be patient with her. We have been. She started the last couple of games, and now she's got herself on the score sheet. And I think that we can, we're starting to see now the Beth Mead from before. And, I, you know, I think we all had a slight concern how strong she's going to be when she comes back. Is she going to be able to hit those heights again? Because let's be honest, before her injury, she was the best player in the world. I mean, I don't think there's any question about that. She was robbed of the Ballon d'Or. And, you know, she was in that type of form, wasn't she, for the last year, year and a half before her injury, where she was almost unplayable. Everything she touched was golden. And um, when you're in that sort of form, you don't want it to end. And unfortunately, she got that injury. And, I was a little bit worried that um, she may come back and not quite be able to hit those same heights. I'm not saying she has yet. It's very early days. Of course it is. But the signs from that West Ham game in particular, and, and of course the Lionesses, which we'll come on to a bit later as well, tend to suggest to me that actually she is going to get back to that level again and she can maybe you know reach those heights in her career again that, that she showed before her injuries. And that was such a positive thing. And of course, it was a very emotional moment for her, wasn't it? You know, with, with her mum and all that kind of stuff. And it was great to see the reaction of her teammates as well um, when she scored that uh, her first goal in particular. And and it's great to have to have Beth back, isn't it? And we know that Viv's not far away either now. You know, she's been playing minutes here and there. She's obviously played for Holland a little bit as well. So, you know, it's, it's going to... We can see the difference already that Beth Mead's made in the team when she's come back in. You can you can see it already, can't you? You know, the the the... the the quality that she's got in terms of, you know, she very rarely wastes a ball, does she? It's either a great cross, it's a, it's a nice pass to keep possession, or she's getting on the end of stuff, having shots at goal. So we've missed her. There's no question about that. England missed her in the World Cup. We've missed her. And the fact that she's now back, and I say getting back towards that top form is, is fantastic news, especially as we're coming into such an important part of the season now as well. So, so yeah, it, that was the highlight of the game. It wasn't it wasn't a fantastic game, let's be honest. It did have some good goals, obviously. Frieda Marnham's goal as well. She just got voted um, WSL Footballer of the Year, I think it was, uh, award that she just got, um, which is, is great news for her. A great year that she had. I didn't think she started this season particularly well, actually, Frieda Marnham. She seemed to be, you know, on the back of the World Cup as well, where she didn't look uh, herself. Uh, and that carried into the start of the season. I thought she was quite poor in the first four or five games. You know, she, she got left out of the starting lineup. Um, but it's good to see her back amongst the goals in what she got now, what, four in five games. And she's really starting to hit that form that we saw from last season. And and I thought her goal was brilliant as well, wasn't it? And it's like Beth thought, well, if you can do it, I can do better kind of thing. And it was good, wasn't it, for her as well. I say she's in great form at the minute. And I say um, that was the highlight was those goals. And of course, the third goal, um, it was a mistake, of course. Lisa Evans forgot she was playing for West Ham, thought she was back at Arsenal, didn't she, with that pass to uh, Alessia. Um, brilliant work from her. And I say Beth is where Beth needs to be, getting on the end of those things. And she was tucked it away, lovely. And that gave us the, the, the cushion of the 3-0 lead at halftime. I say, we just saw the game out and that's fine. You know, we're not always going to go in the second half and score four, five, six goals, are we? We don't need to. We need to get the three points. Yes, goal difference can be important. And I said at the start, you know, our goal difference on Chelsea is we're what nine goals behind them or something, aren't we? So we could have 
done with a few more goals against West Ham. But the most important thing is getting those three points. Keep getting the points. Um, win all our games and we'll win the league. Whether we can win them all 1-0. So, yeah, let's just, um, you know, enjoy the fact that it was a more comfortable game. We, we've been saying on a show, we, a few weeks, you know, it'd be nice to have a comfortable win for a change because of all the late drama we've had, you know, going behind and having to come back and all these late goals. It was nice to actually have a game where we, we played well in the first half, got a good lead, and in the second half we could sit back, get the cigars out and just enjoy 45 minutes of comfortable football. And, you know, sometimes that's nice, isn't it? But, um, you know, rather than having all the drama, it's, it's nice for the drama sometimes as well. But it's, it is often quite nice just to be able to relax and enjoy the game. And that's what happened in that West Ham game. And it was great. Of course it was. Um, Greg saying, um, evening to Terry there. Uh, Terry says, Amido, what a girl. Uh, she makes her girls gel, slotted straight back in and didn't bottle out of any challenges. No, exactly. I mean, it's always a worry, isn't it, when the players come back from a serious injury, how they're going to be mentally when it comes to the physical side of the game. Not that it was a physical challenge that she got injured on. It wasn't, was it? It was just a bad, awkward landing, and that can happen anytime. So maybe that's the difference there. I don't know. But yeah, she's not been, she doesn't seem to let it have affected her at all. She's back doing what she was doing before. She just needs to get more minutes and get stronger and fitter, and she's going to be fantastic. Um, Greg says there, uh, um, she's getting better every time she plays. Yeah, absolutely, she is at 100%. And you could see that in that West Ham game. You can see that, you know, she's gradually got getting herself back in the team, starting games, and now she's got that massive boost of those two goals. And I'm sure we're going to see. Um, a lot more of that coming from Beth Mead over the next uh, over the next few weeks and months. Um, now, of course, I say we Andreas is, is is on his way. Amar can't wait, but Amar did send us his thoughts on the West Ham game. Yeah, so looking back on the West Ham game, it was a comfortable and ultimately three boyer goals, three different scorers, three points. Mine have definitely meant it. Whatever you say, great to see Beth back on the goals, doing what she does best. Fantastic vintage left foot into the top corner. And the third one's all about Leslie Russo. Lisa Evans inadvertently gives the ball away. Oh, boy, great hunger and desire. And the link-up with Bess is going to be fantastic for us. And ultimately, it was a tap-in. And we were able to dominate West Ham. I could have done so many of the times in the past. Not much in the second half to speak of. But three points, another clean sheet. Five halves of football now without conceding. Onwards and upwards. Six wins in a row. And any doubts about where this team was going with the Jonas, maybe where they signed the contract too early, can probably be put to bed for now. But yeah, we're playing really well. It's good to see there's a great buzz and vibe about the club right now. And um, yeah, let's see how we do now. Well, no injuries during the national break. Onwards and upwards to the big one against the best team in the land. Yeah, so that's Amar's thoughts there on, on the West Ham game. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It was the second half was a bit of a non event, but you don't mind when you're freeing him up there. Yeah, we'll take that all day long. Um, and, and and yeah, I mean, um, he said three different scorers there, but obviously it was two different scorers. But anyway, uh, two goals for Beth, of course. But yeah, um, but absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what we, we want to see. We are in great form. We have recovered from that slow start because it was, I think there were lots of different reasons as to why we started the season so poorly, of course, with the European exit and, you know, that opening day defeat to, to Liverpool. And there were reasons behind that. We know that, you know, the players come back from the World Cup. We hadn't had much training. We had new players to try and, bed into the team and we hadn't had the time to really adjust to it all and yes it sounds like excuses and, and I suppose it is excuses but that was a situation and um, it, it took us two or three weeks didn't it into the season to really get going and you can see now this team now looks uh, this looks like the team that we anticipated the team would be you know when we saw the signings when we saw the players that we brought in uh, when we saw the, the knew, knowing that who was coming back from injuries and stuff like that, I think we expected to see this Arsenal team that we're seeing now. This is what we expected at the start of the season, but I say due to circumstances, 
that wasn't the way it turned out. But it doesn't matter now. We can't go back and change what's happened before. We can't go back and change those results, well, one result in particular. We just have to keep going now, keep winning the games, and, and hopefully we'll end up where we need to be. But we are now starting to see, aren't we, that the Arsenal team that we really, really expected to see this season. And it's looking really exciting now, isn't it? And it's it's looking, it's all coming together at a good time, isn't it? You know, with this big game coming up at the weekend, which we're going to look at as well. Um, now, Andreas being as organised as Andreas is, um, anticipating he might be late for the show, he did actually send us his thoughts on the West Ham game as well, just in case he was late and wasn't here to be able to discuss it live. So this is Andreas' thoughts on the game against West Ham. So here are my thoughts for the West Ham match. I was at Meadow Park and was yeah, it was a fantastic match. Uh, it was one of our better performances, I think, and uh, it was a solid win. Yeah, I mean, with with three early goals, with three nil up at half time, you can't expect uh, that the girls are running and fighting for every inch in in second half. We managed the match, and uh, yeah, it was a solid win. Of course, Westham had two good chances when they hit the post, so uh, both both uh, situations could have changed the match. And we were lucky in this, but uh, I'm sure if Westham uh, would have scored with one of these uh, two situations, we we would have been able, uh, uh, yeah, to yeah to change uh, the match again and uh, to win it. So uh, let's look at at the team and uh, who was the player of the match. I think we had a lot of players who were really really good and outstanding. So, who could be player of the match? Lotta? Yeah, well, uh, another decent performance from her. Uh, very, very solid in defense and uh, always uh, starting the build-up with her uh, with her long and opening passes. And uh, once again, uh, she has grown this season and it's really impressive uh, how she developed, how she stepped up this season. And uh, I think she would really deserve uh, a start at the Lionesses, at least to to come uh, as a sub for the Lionesses. Uh, she she plays a very good season and was a good match from her. Yeah, Kyra, I can only say what a performance again. She's bossing the midfield. It's so impressive, and uh, yeah, she's always forward oriented. There are uh, no unnecessary back passes from her. Uh, she's regaining the ball, she's keeping ball possession, and then uh, you always see she has an idea what what she wants to do, uh, where she wants to pass, she sees spaces for for the other players, and it's just fantastic to see her. Uh, yeah. Who, who also had a good match, Vic, Vic Belova, of course. She's really impressing her fighting spirit and her work rate, the way she she gets into duels, in, into tackles, and yeah, she's she's just a fantastic player. Uh, so, Lessie, yeah, another outstanding performance, I have to say. And uh, I read about her, uh, Alessia Russo is a workhorse. Workhorse, yes, yes, she is. Uh, I think uh, we all... Uh, we all loved her for the way she played for the Lionesses. Uh, we appreciated, or, or yeah, we we had to say she was a very important player for United last season. But seeing her life, seeing what she does for the team, uh, it's so impressive. She's more than a number nine. She the way she works for the team, 
that's just fantastic. She protects the ball, uh, her ideas, her passes, her work rate, yeah, absolutely fantastic. And her assist for Beth's second goal, uh, I think this, this uh, action, this assist says everything about Alessia, what she does, uh, how she plays, uh, how unselfish uh, she is, and a uh, fantastic match from her again. And then, of course, Mido. She was player of the match from the supporters club and, of course, well-deserved. Two goals. Uh, the first one was was pure Mido uh, at her best, like we know her. Uh, so great to see and, um, yeah, so great to see uh, how much it mentioned for her. Uh, yeah, her gesture to the sky when she... And she made this gesture and this one, and she posted afterwards, uh, this one's for you, mum. And uh, a lot of players also posted in social media uh, that, yeah, that's, that goal was for, for her mum. And yeah, fantastic. Fantastic to be in the stadium to see uh, her score again after 428 days. And it's, it's just fantastic. Yeah, Mido, fully deserved player of the match, and it's great to have her back. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, fantastic, yeah. I mean, I, I would say she was player of the match in that game. There was just a lot of good performances you mentioned there. I mean, Vicky Palo was in fantastic form at the moment, isn't she? She's looking absolutely brilliant. And, of course, Kyra, Cooney, Cross, those two in midfield um, are really, really playing well, aren't they? And the, the, the energy that they've, that they've given a team and they've given us a whole new dynamic in midfield, haven't they? And it's been brilliant. And hopefully they can continue to, to develop um, and, and progress. Uh, Wayne's in the chat here, my friend. He says... Um, we need to win. I've been getting into mouthy Chelsea fans who seem to take issue with the fact our squad is the second most valuable squad after Barcelona and the most valuable in England. I mean, I, I agree with you 100%, but I think the value of the squad is very difficult, isn't it? Who comes up with that? How, how do we know what the value of a player is, how much it's, how much they're worth, how much the team's going to pay for them, for me? And we don't really know, do we? You know, for example, Alessia Russo, we got her on a free transfer. What's she actually worth? Who knows? She's not up for sale. So it's quite difficult to say, isn't it? Potentially, we have got a very valuable squad. There's no doubt about that. Um, Greg says uh, the girls look hungry again. Well, I don't think, again, I mean, I, I don't think they lost their hunger. I just think we had a few issues at the start of the season with coming out of the World Cup and no proper pre-season, all that kind of stuff. And I think that now we're into the rhythm and we're into the groove, aren't we? And I think that's that's to be expected after the games that we've had and stuff like that. Um, Dan's in with us. How are you doing, Dan? He says, um, Wayne, think what would be like if we can poach the Man United goalkeeper? Well, after the England game the other night, I'm not too sure if that's going to improve us, but we'll let her have one mistake. Um, Terry says, um, evening, Wayne and Dan. Chelsea are worried. I watched them come out of all the excuses under the sun on Sunday. We'll get on to the Chelsea game very shortly. Um, Dan said, I expect it will uh, be sold out this weekend. I think we'll break another record. Yeah, it's. I think we've, I think with the terms of the tickets sold, I think we, as long as everyone comes up, we, we would have beaten the WSL record attendance. So, yeah, it's going to be another record-breaking um, evening uh, or afternoon. And talking about record-breaking, look who we've got with us. Hi, good evening, everybody. Yeah, I'm glad to be in the show now. Um, it was a bit difficult because my flight was delayed and then um, I had to go for the Heathrow Express and the Tube. Uh, yeah, finally in my hotel, feeling at home. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> you do hotel, is it? The one in, uh, in Tower Hill? Yeah, this, this yeah. one yeah, again, yes. So, oh, 
fantastic. That's, that's what we like to see. I mean, it's good that you've obviously you've had, you've had a good journey and, and you, you've arrived safely. That's the main thing. Or it's good to see you. Uh, we just obviously spoke about the West Ham games. I, I'll put your video on already. So we've had that. We've gone through all the. <laughs> Kind of stuff, so that was good. And Amar sent a video on the West Ham game, which we've gone through as well, um, which is great. Uh, we've got Ryan in front of Mr. Arsenal podcast says, Evening, I hope you're doing well. Almost a sellout on Sunday, yeah. I think it is. Uh, last yeah. I heard, it was 57 58,000, which yeah, is great, 58, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm I, sure we can get we can get them last 2,000 sold before Sunday. I'm sure we will. Um, and I mean, it's incredible, really, when you think about it. I mean. Jonas said, didn't he? I mean, we're going to come on to the Chelsea game in a minute, but Jonas did say in his press conference today, you probably didn't hear it, Andreas, obviously being flying, no. but he said that, um, you know, his first game was against Chelsea at the Emirates. There was less than 10,000. And now, what, two <laughs> years later, there's going to be nearly 60,000. It just shows, doesn't it, how quickly the game's growing in, in yeah. this country. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, it's just fantastic. And I remember the last season, he said it's not about... Uh, Having a big attendance uh, once once a season, so for for one big game, it's about um, consistency mm. and and uh, yeah, have a big uh, audience uh, in in more games and and also in in matches which are not against the top teams. And this season, we are proving this is possible. We had fifty four thousand against Liverpool, thirty five uh, against Villa. Of course, Chelsea is the match of the season. Um, but uh, yeah, we will have an average of, of 35,000 at the end of the season. And that's just fantastic. We, we are the leading team in, in the WSL, according to this development. And, and not only in the WSL, even in Germany, when I'm in the German talk, um, I always mention, uh, look, look at, at, this, um, at the figures at the Emirates, uh, what Arsenal does. And we, we nearly have a sellout against Chelsea. And they, the German fans, they say, well, what, 50,000, 60,000? It's impossible. We are glad to have 15 or 20,000. That's that's fantastic to have 20,000 for for Frankfurt versus uh, Wolfsburg or Bayern versus Frankfurt. Was 50, uh, Frankfurt had uh, Champions League against Barcelona, uh, 16,000. And they were proud of this. And I said, uh, if we if we Arsenal would have sixteen thousand, we would say, uh, what what have we done wrong? It's only yeah, it's only sixteen thousand. So this is a fantastic development. Uh, but of course, it's not only the attendance; it's also the team development. And I think uh, in these two more than two seasons, Jonas is in charge now. The team has developed the way they play and. Yeah, the connection between between the team and the fans uh, has grown. So um, it's it's all it's not only one thing. You you have to add all these things together. Mm. Absolutely, yeah, and, and you're right. I mean, it's easy to get um, sort of carried away a little bit with the with the attendance figures that Arsenal have been pulling in, and it is fantastic. I mean, to to have that many people wanting to come and watch. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the 60,000 at the Wolfsburg game last season was fantastic. And to do that in a double cell, <laughs> no one would have thought that possible a year or two years ago, would they? Not <laughs> yeah, no. anywhere near that. So it is incredible. But you're right. It's not necessarily about people turning up for one or two games a season. What it's about is how the game's developing. And that's yes. absolutely important. And you can see, I mean, the, the crowds everywhere in, in the WSL are up anyway. Everywhere. They're, they're all up. Every, every ground. You know, we had a sellout when we played Brighton the other week away. Their highest ever attendance that they'd have. Yes, it's, it involves Arsenal because we're taking a lot of away fans as well and we're boosting the crowds as well. But 
the fact is, people are coming out to watch the WSL, not just the Arsenal game. Just we're getting the biggest crowds. Of course, we are. We're the best team. We've got the biggest fan base. We've got the best support. Everything else. We we know that. You know, but um, the, the people are coming out to watch the WSL in greater numbers now. Anyway, everywhere, and it's and it is great, and it is growing, and it's going to continue to grow, and it's going to be. Um, it is going to get to a point again. It was something that was mentioned to Jonas today in his press conference about, you know, how soon will it be that all the Arsenal games, women's games, are played mm. at the Emirates? Um, and it only seems like it's not going to be that long when you when you look at it. But again, you know, there's other things to consider in terms of how many games can the Emirates stage in a season, mm. the pitch, and all this kind of stuff. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, the growth has been amazing, and obviously we're at that. We're we're the ones that's driving it. Arsenal yes. are driving it, aren't we? We're the ones that's got the crowd. I mean, as Ryan says, yeah, imagine Arsenal break the WSL record three times in a row. Yeah, we, we, we keep beating, beating <laughs> our own record, don't we? Um, yeah. We're not going to be able to beat it much. If we should sell out on, on Sunday, we can't beat the sellout. We can only get a sellout again. <laughs> we're not going to be able to beat it, are we? But, but yeah, it's incredible. When you think, and you said yeah, in under a year, it has been, yeah. The, the last, those three bigger tennis, I think mean, Tottenham was the first one, wasn't it? That was 40, whatever it was. Liverpool mm. was 50 odd thousand. And now Chelsea's going to be hopefully 60,000. Just, Absolutely amazing. It is amazing. And, you know, yeah. it isn't just one-off game, is it? It's not a one-off game now. We're doing no. it three, four times. In the last year, we've had yes. what? This will be um, the fourth, of te- the fourth uh, over 45,000 in the year. Incredible. Yeah. Um, which is brilliant to see. Uh, we've got um, Morbus in the chat. He says, hi, guys. Uh, could you guys run me through the games and where we are at the moment? Last game I watched was against Leicester. Um, thank you for all you're doing. Now. Thank <laughs> you for, for tuning in. Uh, since Leicester, we've won... In the WSL, we beat Brighton and West Ham. Um, so we're you know, we've won six in a row now in the league with three points behind Chelsea. They keep winning, they've only dropped two points all season, but obviously, we're playing them Sunday, so that's going to prove how big that game is. But yeah, now we're, <laughs> we're, we're tucking along nicely now, we're getting our form together, we're looking really, really good, and um, yeah, we've won say six in a row in the league, eight in a row in all competitions, if you throw in a Continental Cup as well. So we're in great form and it's brilliant to see the Leicester game was probably the best, the second half of that Leicester game was the best performance of the season probably. But that seems to have, um, things have seemed to have clicked together since then and we've pushed on and, and getting better and better with every game. So let's hope more of the same on uh, on Sunday. Uh, Terry says, Chelsea will bring all their 3,000 fans if they're lucky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they haven't even got 3,000 fans, Terry, they won't even bring 3,000, will they? They'll probably have like 1,200 stuck in the corner somewhere. All, all, he said all their fans that they've got will come and they'll only be 1,200. No, no one's going to hear them. No one will really care. Um and uh, Gunnar Dan says, yeah, uh, an argument for uh, uh, women's um, fair pay. I mean, what we've got to remember is, and I think it's it's easy to get um, carried away, until there's the money generated in women's football, we can't pay the players equally to the men because the men's game generates a lot more money in terms of sponsorship, in terms of, mm. you know, TV money, all this kind of stuff. There's so many aspects involved and we can't expect to pay the women's players at that level mm. when the money's not there yet. It will be. Give it time now. We've got new TV deals. Of course, there's that new deal um, moving away from the FA, isn't there, for the Women's Super League, and which is coming next year. And it's going to be interesting to see how that works in terms of the money involved. And of course, once more money comes into the game, the players can get paid more money. And I'm sure everybody would have no problem with that. And that's obviously what's going to happen. It will happen. But we can't rush it. We can't do it now because the money's not there. And we don't want to bankrupt everybody. We don't want, you know, we don't want <laughs> no. Arsenal to suddenly find all this extra money to pay Alessia Russo the same as Gabriel Jesus is getting. <laughs> and then the club runs out of money because it's not sustainable. Yes, we're getting 60,000 fans or 50,000 fans at the Emirates, you know, maybe four or five, six times a season. That's not enough to maintain that. The sponsorship coming in at the minute is not enough. The TV deal 
as good as it is, isn't enough yet no. for that. It will, it will happen. It will happen. Absolutely will happen. It might take three, four or five years until we get to that point. Bearing in mind, at the start, when the Premier League started, it took a few few years, didn't it, for, the, you know, for all the foreign players to start coming over for the money and the real money to be made. You know, the players that played before the Premier League and then played into the Premier League era, um, they saw the big difference in how much money they, they would get. And it's going to be the same in the WSL for the women, isn't yes. it? There's, there's, there's going to be this changeover. It's going to take a while and it will happen. It's just not going to happen today or tomorrow or this season or next season. It's going to take a little while, but it will happen. And some of the players playing now aren't going to necessarily benefit from that particularly because they would have retired by then and that's unfortunate. Yeah. But you'll have the younger players coming through um, that will. And it's the same that happened the same in the men's game 20, 30 years ago. And it's going to be the same. It's just going to take that little bit of time. So let's not rush it. Um, it will happen. And it definitely will happen. But it's just the women's game, as much as it's progressed, you've got to think how, how quick this has been. You know, like Yona said, a year and a half or two two years ago, whenever it was, that, that Chelsea game, less than 10,000. Now it's 60,000 there enough. And that's in two years. And that's been really quick. The rise has been really quick, but everything else has <coughs> got to catch up. The money's still not there in the game, at women's game yet. It's not there at, at that level that it needs to be to put in things like fair, like equal pay. You can't do that yet. The money's no. not there. And we need to, we don't want to, yeah, no, go on. It's it's not about uh, uh, fair uh, um, uh, equal pay. Uh, we said it this uh, very often. It's about um, equal play. They uh, they need the same conditions as the men men's teams, and uh, this is developing. Uh, I read that Arsenal has uh, this season eighteen uh, persons um, that are only um, for the women's team um, managing staff. Uh, a cook, uh, yeah, physio, mm. um, yeah, medical team, everybody, 18 persons. Uh, this has developed uh, too. And uh, I read an interview uh, with Leah Walti in, I think, in, in a Swiss paper, when she said uh, when when she went to Arsenal it, and compares it with, with the situation now, it's totally different. She's so happy to be a part of this development. Also, uh, she won't benefit from, from everything because she's she's 30, I think, 30, 31. So uh, she has two or three more years, but um, the whole process, um, she won't benefit from everything. Uh, but she's glad to be a part of this and um, yeah, to make way uh, for the younger generation. And this this is uh, what what it needs. It needs time. But uh, now we we have the role models uh, to bring on uh, this process. And uh, yeah, the the young girls who now start playing in in the youth teams, they have uh, female role models. Uh, just look back 20 years uh, when when players like uh, Lassie or Lotte uh, came through the, the academy, uh, their role models were from the men's team. Mm. Yeah, and, and this this also changes. It needs time and um, yeah, you don't, you can't rush it. Uh, but uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm happy and proud to be a part of this development too with, with our show and yeah, um, when I think back, uh, my first uh, season ticket was so easy to get a season ticket for Arsenal, yeah, uh, yeah. and and uh, I went to Meadow Park. There were eight, nine hundred uh, attendants, mm. and now, <laughs> if you want a season ticket, you have to go on on a waiting list, and and they say uh, two, three years at least until you have a chance to get a season ticket. 
a meadow park is sold out every match it's yeah, it's a fantastic development it is and it is it is incredible i mean you know and and for for you know people like you yourselves and me and others that was were going to games more than two or three years ago you can see the difference in the, the number of people that want to go and you're right about a season ticket you could get a season <laughs> ticket easily you could turn up for the games you could just pay on a day at meadow park you could wander around the whole stadium you know you had it almost to yourself sometimes some of the games <laughs> and now you need you need to buy tickets weeks in advance or you don't get one because they sell out and it's i mean it's good in that sense that it's happened it's, it makes it more difficult to get to games sometimes because it's more tricky to get tickets for and obviously the games mm. at the emirates are better because it means everybody's got access to be able to get a ticket should they want one and that, that's great um wayne says there yeah, i was at a tottenham game at the emirates last year it was a really good day yeah we was at that game yeah. that was a brilliant day wasn't it you know obviously arsenal won four as well which helped but yeah that was a big crowd really good atmosphere great game as well and that's that's what women's football is now isn't it um terry says there the arsenal uh greg sorry says the arsenal women are getting bigger crowds than half the premier league teams Yes, they yeah. are. And I, someone <laughs> said that um, if obviously with the with the ticket sold for Sunday, I think it's going to be the third highest attendance of the weekend in the whole of English football, not just women's football, in like the men's football as well. The third highest attendance of the weekend. And Fantastic. United are at home, bearing in mind. So they're going to get the top one, no doubt. I don't know who the second will be. Uh, I'm not sure who else is at home at the weekend. But, but yeah, the third highest <laughs> attendance of the weekend. That is incredible. But what you got to remember is the game's at the Emirates. And... For example, I mean, I don't know at what um, how much of a crowd, say, for example, some of the smaller Premier League teams could draw in if they had a bigger stadium. You know, say, for example, Luton, they sell out their stadium every week. They've got, well, I don't know, 12, 11,000, whatever their ground holds. If they were to play in a 40,000 stadium, could they fill a 40,000 stadium? Maybe. Now they're in the Premier League. Potentially, they might be able to. So I do think that, that saying Arsenal women are getting a bigger... We're getting a bigger crowd this week because we're playing at the Emirates. If we were playing at Meadow Park, we'd have 4,000, 3,000, wouldn't we? So you've got to bear in mind the stadium that they're played in. But Arsenal women have got a big pull. And we probably could generate bigger crowds in Luton. Luton's men's team. I'm sure we, we probably can. We are from London after all at the end of the day. It's a bigger catchment area and we're a club known all over the world. No one's even mm. heard of Luton outside of Luton. So, you know, maybe that wasn't <laughs> the best example. But, you know, we are, we, we are, we're a bigger name. You know, Arsenal women are a bigger name in football than, than Luton are, as even for having a men's team. So, you know, I, I do think that makes a difference. But, yeah, um, you're absolutely right. We are going to be drawing bigger crowds than a lot of the Premier League. So this weekend is a typical example of that. You say only two other teams are going to have a bigger crowd than we are. That's that is mad when you think about it. <laughs> but you know that's that's the beauty of the fact we can play at the Emirates and we've got so many fans who want to come out and support the team and and support women's football. And it's it is brilliant. It really is brilliant. Uh, Terry says there. Uh, sorry, got to say, very disappointed in Andreas's background. Like, is his hotel? Hey, he can't. Have, he can't have. You know, he's not going to have everybody around his, his house like he did the other week. So you know, it's, it's you know, it's the way it is. Um, Terry says, uh, to be honest, the girls play better football than two thirds of Premier League. Well, I agree. I think they do. <laughs> Although, having said that, I mean, you know, with the um, with the Amazon Prime this week, I've been watching a lot of the games. And to be honest, there's been a lot of great games in the Premier League this week, actually, to be fair. Um, but I do agree. I think overall, the WSL is more enjoyable to watch. I wouldn't say it's better football. I think it's more enjoyable to watch. And I think that's the crucial thing, isn't it? I think it is probably better football in the Premier League in terms of a technical level and the speed um, and the power, all that kind of stuff. And I think we have to accept that. It doesn't mean that the that the um, WSL isn't more enjoyable to watch. I personally think it is. I enjoy watching women's football more than I enjoy watching the Premier League if it's not Arsenal playing. If it's Arsenal playing and Arsenal women playing, I, it's the same enjoyment for me. But looking at it in general, I prefer watching. I will watch. I'm more likely to watch a WSL game that's on the telly 
than a Premier League game on telly because I enjoy watching it more. I'm not saying it's better football. I just enjoy it more. And I think that's the way it is, really. Um, Greg says, yeah, that's very true, Terry. Yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's a fair point. I wouldn't say it's necessarily better football. But Wayne says, I'm hoping for Arsenal win Saturday. So we all are, mate. That's what we're all hoping for. That would be a fantastic weekend, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, actually, uh, Dan says, yeah, watch it, Terry. You want to sell off Andreas in the January window? No, we can't sell Andreas off in the January window. No, no, no. He's not going to He's not going anywhere. Um, obviously, before we get on to um, before we get on to the Chelsea game, which we will do shortly, I, I do want to look back briefly at. Obviously, it's been quite a tough week for the uh, Lionesses. I mean, it was quite a strange game against Scotland actually the other night because um, you know winning six 0 away at, at Scotland is a fantastic result, and normally you'd be celebrating that. Um, as though you've you, you've achieved something special, but in the end, of course, those two late goals from Holland meant we're out of the Olympics. Now I know some people aren't particularly fussed about the Olympics, and I, I know that it's not. But I think you've got to look at it from the players' perspective. They they are disappointed because the Olympics is a big tournament for women's football. Mm. We might not look at it and think, oh, it's nowhere near as good as the World Cup or the Euros and stuff like that, and, and maybe it's not in the same level. But for the players themselves, and some of them, you could see Lucy Bronze, for example, she's not going to be available for the next Olympics, probably. A lot of the other players won't be because of their age. And it's like, this, this might have been their last chance of playing the Olympics. So you could feel that disappointment. I felt disappointed for them. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter. For, I'm not really bothered particularly for me. Yeah, you could say the players are going to get a rest. Well, they won't. At, the, the England players will. Uh, but the, the players from else, other countries won't. They'll still be playing in the Olympics. So England might as well qualify, or Team GB might as well qualify for the difference it's going to make. So I, I, I felt sorry. I felt really bad for the players, actually, because they gave everything on Tuesday. They gave everything in the Holland game last week as well. And it's unfortunate it came down to just one goal, isn't it? That, you know, yeah. out of a whole group. And I must admit, you know, we spoke about this at the start, saying oh, we're adding more games in having this Nations League. But actually, I think the Nations League has been really good. Because you're going to have international breaks anyway. Why not have competitive matches against good teams? That's I think it's been great. You know, and OK, you could say the Scotland game wasn't competitive in that sense. Well, no, I thought it didn't look like a 6-0. We were ruthless with our chances and we could have scored a few more. But I think overall that group's been really competitive and it's good to have those type of games. I think you benefit more from playing competitive games against good teams and playing friendlies against Macedonia or somebody that you win 25-0, you gain more from these type. And I'd actually rather they been off the friendlies and have more games like this, have more little tournaments like this. And I think you, the players benefit more and they're better to watch. I mean, I don't know what you make of that, Andrew, because we're going to have the games anyway. They're going to play friendlies anyway. They might as well have something like this, mightn't they? Yeah, you're right. But uh, look at the Olympics now. Uh... The European champions, the runners-up of the World Cup, and the third-place team from the World Cup are not going to the Olympics. So uh, th there's something wrong in in this qualifying system. I think, um, yeah, there will there will be teams at the Olympics that are uh, much much weaker than Sweden or England. And uh, yeah, as I said, they these both teams would have deserved to be. Yeah, automatically qualified be, being runners up in the World Cup, then you should be qualified for the Olympics. Uh, that's yeah, that's something wrong. But uh, for the Nations League, um, yeah, we were unlucky by the, with the drawing uh, to have Netherlands in our group. This was a really strong group, as you see, Netherlands, uh, England, two top teams, both uh, would win other groups. And um, I, I also follow, of course, uh, the group with the German team. Uh, Germany won won their group. Uh, their most difficult opponent was Denmark. Yeah. 
you can't compare Denmark uh, with the Netherlands. So we had a really tough drawing and uh, we didn't lose the Olympic qualification uh, against Scotland or, or against the Netherlands. We, we lost it uh, in Belgium. You can't lose against Belgium. This is not a top team and this was not the best performance from the Lionesses there. Uh, I think we conceded a very late goal, if I remember correctly, in Belgium. We uh, this, we were winning as well, wasn't we, at one point in that game? Um, yeah, but uh, this this couldn't happen. We, we lost the, the qualification against Belgium. Uh, the match against the uh, Netherlands in, in the first half, it, uh, I, I said it was an Arsenal performance. First half, sloppy, defending, making mistakes and conceding two goals. And then this brilliant comeback in the second half. Um, yeah, it was a deserved win, the 3-2. Um, we, we could have won 4-2. There were, were chances enough. Yeah. Um, and against Scotland, yeah, we could have scored seven or eight goals. And uh, when, when Lucy Bronze uh, made the sixth goal in, in stoppage time, I thought, okay, this is it. Now we, we have it. Uh, it was 2-0 at, at this time uh, for Netherlands. And and everybody thought, uh, uh, well, they need two goals now and it's, it's over the 90th minute stoppage time. They won't score twice. <laughs> they did. But that's football. And yeah, I'm happy for, for Viv. And for, for Vic, especially for Vic, uh, I saw an interview with her, with the, with the Dutch uh, TV, and she was crying. She was so happy. She said um, she's happy for the team. They worked hard. And, and she said, I worked very hard for this. And yeah, she, she had tears in her eyes. And so, uh, she, yeah, for her, uh, we are all happy, I think. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah for, for our players, of course, as you said, um, they they wanted to go to the Olympics. It's it's a special tournament. You can't compare the Olympics for the women um, with the Olympics football tournament for the men. Uh, it's it's a youth tournament for the men, but for women, there are the top teams, the top players at the Olympics. So it's really special. Of course, they are sad, and um, for us, uh, yeah, we can say a lot of our players, maybe seventeen, eighteen players, will get. Uh, a summer holiday and and uh, preseason now because they don't go to the Olympics. It's only the Australians, Canadians, maybe Laia for Spain. Uh, yeah, but the others will have a free summer. So I think in summer they will enjoy it and they will say, "Okay, it's good good to have a holiday and to have a preseason." But of course, yeah, they wanted to go there and and yeah. I'm, I'm sad that that they didn't qualify, but uh, the performance against Scotland, yeah, was great. And six goals, you have to, yeah, you have to make six goals. Lauren James was outstanding. I think Lucy Bronze was very good. Mm. Yeah, but uh, we we lost uh, the qualification because uh, we were missing Fran Kirby and uh, Beth Mead, and with having these these two back, uh, the whole. Balance in the team changed. Uh, you you can see there's there's yeah, somebody called it the the Mido effect. Yeah, yeah. Beth Mead brings so much for the team and and Van Kirby too. And having missed these two players, yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why why in the end one one goal was missing. Yeah, pity. Yeah, it was. Um, one of the, one of the things that I actually kind of enjoyed on on Tuesday, when obviously the Lionesses were playing and the Holland game was going on at the same time, and it was quite exciting to 
be checking on the Holland squad to see what the score was and obviously watching the England game and the <laughs> fact that games being played at the same time. And that very rarely happens now, does it? Because they separate the games for TV and no one's playing at the same time or, or the important games aren't going ahead together anymore. And you kind of... I kind of I enjoyed that fact on Tuesday that you were having to look at the other score and mm -hmm. keep updated with it, and it made it more exciting. And they've taken that away, haven't they, in the Premier League and in the in the WSL as well, because the big games aren't played alongside each other, are they? They're, they're played separately, so they can put them both on the telly at the same time at different times. And it, it takes away a little bit of the excitement for me because it used to be like that in the old days, didn't it? You'd be listening yeah. on your radio to find out mm. what the score was of all the other <laughs> games, and and it was kind of it was a bit of a throwback to that on Tuesday. And I kind of enjoyed that. In the end, of course, it wasn't didn't go the way we wanted it to go, but it was exciting nonetheless. And I kind of think that. I'd like to go back to that a bit more in football. And instead of having all the games split up over a weekend to show them on telly, have them all played at the same time. It's more exciting. And it makes it more interesting as well, I think. It adds something extra to it. So I, I kind of enjoyed that, even though it didn't it didn't work out the way we wanted it to in the end. Um, we should have taken Terry, a, a tactical timeout. Uh, Mary Earp should have taken this tactical timeout, yeah. like like, like uh, Berger for Chelsea yeah. always does. And so yeah. our match was, was finished and... Um, Netherlands were still playing. They knew they had to score twice, uh, and and we yeah. couldn't react yeah. to this. So um, yeah, this this was uh, yeah. You can call it a, a fair play mistake from from uh, our yeah, team. That's but, a, yeah, that's a point actually. I didn't thought about it. I mean, I suppose we could have delayed our game and got it yeah. to last a bit longer. Yeah, maybe we'd have known that we needed one more goal. If Holland had been, well, see Holland might not might, Holland might have been settled for three 0 if if they thought oh that's that's enough. England mm -hmm. only five mil up. We'd known we needed two more goals, and we we maybe could have tried. I don't know. We, we, we got the sixth goal very late, so I don't know if we would have done anyway. But anyway, um, Terry says, "What do you think, Lotta? Ruben Moyes got to do to get a game for England?" I don't know, honestly. I, I, any, I, I don't know anymore. When, when Jess Carter got taken out against Holland at half time, and obviously Esme Morgan coming. And to be fair, Esme Morgan played well. I thought she played well in that second half against Holland. Mm -hmm. She played well against Scotland. I've got no, you know, I, I don't rate her particularly that well but I've actually had two decent performances uh, you can't criticize her but I was almost uh, uh, disappointed for Lotta because with Millie Bright not fit obviously Neil mm. Williamson's out we know that and yeah. this would have been an opportunity for Lotta to at least get some minutes to, to get a chance to play what says May Morgan done for Manchester City to deserve a place more than Lotta does in, in her performances for Arsenal. I, I don't get it me I don't and I'm not going to question Serena too much because of what a great job she's done but Sometimes I look at things like that and I'm thinking, yes, we don't see what Esme Morgan's doing in training for England. We don't see that. Maybe she fits in better to what Serena wants. I don't know. You know, she's got a little bit more pace about her maybe. I don't know if that's the reason, but I'm not sure. But, I, yeah, I, I agree to I don't know what more a lot, a lot to can't do anymore. She's playing yeah. the best football of her career. She has been for quite some time. And for her not to, yeah, she's in the squad, but for her not to even get on the pitch ever, England, when there's injury problems in defence, there's players missing in defence. This is the opportunity. I mean, I don't, I don't think she she can't do anymore. Let's be honest, she can't do anymore. I mean, Andreas, it must be frustrating for her. I know she's probably happy to be involved in the squad, but surely she must be frustrated. She knows how well she's playing. Surely, yeah. Uh, she she was player of the match, uh, I think, against uh, Man City. Uh, when she kept Banishon quiet, two games in a row. She two, was. two games in a row. Yeah, she's uh, she's. I think nominated for Player of the Month for Arsenal, and um, yeah. yeah, Serena was was uh, in the stadium when Lotta uh, was yeah. Player of the Match. Yeah. I don't understand her, and 
yeah, I don't think uh, you can criticize Serena for 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 many things because uh, normally what she what she does, what she decides, works. But this is a point I don't understand. Uh, Esme Morgan, no, she she didn't perform better in the league than than Lotta did. Uh, does um, and uh, if if uh, Serena last season said uh, you have to play, have to to uh, constantly start uh, matches and play and perform. Yeah, now Lotta does it. She she starts every match. She performs in every match. Uh, she's yeah, she's uh, so solid in the back. She's uh, yeah, her passes, her opening uh, passes, uh, the way she she starts the build up. It's it's just uh, great to see her development, and she would have deserved minutes. But I don't know what's what's wrong. And uh, yeah, as you said, it must be frustrating for her. Uh, but we know that it it means a lot for her to to be in the squad, and I'm sure she does everything she can in training. Uh, mm. But yeah, what what will be when when Millie Bright and uh, Leah Williamson are back? Then she's she's number twenty four in the pecking order from Serena. <laughs> uh, it, it, it does seem like it. Yeah, yeah, it, it does seem like it. But you know, we see her every week, and we know how good she's been playing. But mm. I think there's obviously more to it than that. Serena's got her ideas, and certain players fit in with certain managers' ideas better than others, maybe. And that might be it might be something as simple as that. And there's nothing more a lot I can do. She's playing as well as she can possibly play, and she's still not getting a chance. So will she ever do? We don't know, but yeah, I mean, it's it, it's a shame, but you know, she, she's doing everything that she, as long as she plays well for Arsenal. Yeah, I don't really mind too much. I'm happy with that. And if she gets picked for England, it's a bonus for her. Obviously, she'll love that, and it's a bonus for everyone. But she just has to keep doing what she's doing for Arsenal, and it'd be great. And I'm sure she'll get the rewards that she deserves eventually. She's got to because there's there's no other way. Um, Greg Greg says there. Uh, oh, is it gone? He says I can't understand uh, two good strikers on the bench and play a left winger through the centre. Yeah. Yeah, None of that made a lot of sense when you look at it. But we won both games and we scored yeah. nine goals. So it's not like you can turn around and say it didn't work. In those two games, it worked because we got the results. He, you know, Alessi Russo came off the bench, um, you know, in both the games and, and made an impact. And I don't know. We won both games when scored a lot of goals. So I was shocked at the lineup when they came out, especially the second mm. one against Scotland. We needed goals. You're not yeah. playing that centre four, and we need goals. But anyway, we won six nil. So we can't say it didn't work. And that's the frustrating thing, isn't it? Because I agree with you. I didn't understand it, but it worked. We got the, we got the two results that we needed. Just didn't quite get enough goal. And, and as Andreas rightly said, it wasn't those two games. It was game before. It was the game before that against Belgium where we lost it. Not those two games most recently. I mean, you know, we beat Holland three two, a fantastic result at Wembley. Six 0 away at Scotland. They're two great results. Two great performances overall. And you know, we couldn't have done any more. It was before that. So not picking the centre forward in those two games didn't make a difference anyway because we won them comfortably. But it was more. <laughs> When we did play a centre forward in the games against Belgium and Holland, the way that we lost, maybe that's what Serena was thinking. Maybe she thought try something different, try a different way of playing, and it worked. So you've got to maybe give her, give her credit for it in the end because she got the results. And I think that's you know that, that that's the only way you can really look at it. You, you, you can't. It's unfortunate, isn't it? Um, you know uh, that we we're only fans. We don't see what goes on behind the scenes. Mm. We don't make those. And when they work, even if we're baffled by them, you have to hold your hands up and say, "Fair play, you, you got it right. It worked." Yes, yes, we didn't qualify, but in those two particular games, we got we did the best we could have done. We couldn't have expected any more 
then those two results in those two games, could we? Whatever team selection was picked, we wouldn't have done any better. So, you know, fair play, Serena. You, you kind of surprised us all, but you, you kind of got it right again. You know, so we're not going to question you because, you know, we can't, can we? Um, now, just before we move on, Amar did give us some thoughts on the England Lionesses as well. So we'll quickly play that for you. It's all the way from India. Yeah, hello again. Yeah, and finally, I mean, as far as the Nations League is concerned, I mean, yeah, what a tough way to go out. I couldn't have really given much more. Did what they had to do. Great comeback against the Dutch to win them from 2-0 down. As we know, the most unsafe scoreline in football and then absolutely hyping the forward Scotland. Great to see both scoring and playing again. Alessio getting some game time as well. All our players um, coming back and doing their bit for their nations without getting injured. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was the... Results early in that campaign, but they couldn't really have given uh, more, uh, in my opinion. And uh, yeah, we're proud of them. I mean, it's a shame that we're playing at the Olympics, but at least I get some much needed rest now because the schedule is so demanding. And I look at how many injuries we're seeing. And finally, there's some research going into ACL injuries in women's football about time, as far as we're concerned. But yeah, no, it's still been a great year for Lionesses. World Cup final to back up the Euros. Now really missing our nation's equalization. There's still a team to force to be reckoned with. And yeah, under Serena, only going to go onwards and upwards. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, you know, it has been a good year for the Lionesses. Like you said, the World Cup final. And yes, it's disappointing that we didn't make it through. But, you know, I'd rather be, you know, from a fan's perspective, I'd rather be at the Euros than at the World Cup than at the Olympics, given a choice. But having got to that point, you know, we, we wanted to get there. And I know the, the girls did. And that's the most important thing. They'll, they'll be disappointed. But, but yeah, it's not it's not the end of the world, is it, really? It's, it's disappointing. And I'm sure they'll, they'll get over it and move forward and, um, and be stronger for it. So, obviously, now there's only one thing we can talk about. It is a massive game on Sunday. It's the reason why Andreas is in London Hotel Room. It is, of course, the biggest game of the season. Probably the biggest game for quite a long time when you look at this situation. Now, these are, of course, the most eagerly anticipated games of the season, aren't they? Arsenal versus Chelsea. We have been the two best. I know we finished third a couple of times in the league and stuff when they've won it, but I think we've been the two best teams in the country over the last few seasons. Um, Chelsea, obviously, have come out on top more often than not. As we know, they've won the league title four seasons in a row. They've won FA Cups and they've beaten us in big games along the way. But um, I, I think that this season is is, is a it's a slightly different narrative, isn't it? What with Emma Hayes leaving at the end of the season, first of all. So it's her last season. And I think now we can see the shift in terms of the fact that Arsenal have got um, such a, a strong... I think it's the strongest squad we've ever had. As a, as a as a club, I really do for the women. I think it's the strongest group of players that we've ever had in terms of depth. I'm not saying the first team, the strongest team we've ever had, but certainly in terms of the depth of the squad, I think it is. And I think even Emma Hayes admitted herself that today in her press conference. You know, she knows oui. the quality that Arsenal now have, and I I, I feel as though. Um, while Chelsea have had things go their way over a number of years now, I, I do think that things are starting to shift. You know, we talk about the crowds. Obviously, we've got a far bigger fan base than Chelsea will ever have. And I, that's not up for debate. And now I can see that on the pitch now, we've put in a squad together, a group of players together that can overturn this dominance of Chelsea. And I think with Emma Hayes leaving, it's going to be the end of an era anyway for Chelsea and possibly for the WSL and the start of a new era. And I think we are now at a place where we're ready to take on that 
you know, take over from them as Chelsea, if you like, and go forward from there and take it over. And I think we're in a great position to do that. But if we want to do it this season, then I think the game on Sunday is vital. It's vital that we we can't lose. Certainly, we can't afford to lose that game. I think six points. Yes, we're not even yeah. halfway through the season. But I think six points against this Chelsea team that don't lose very often is would be too much. So we can't even <coughs> consider losing the game. We can't. We have to get a result. A draw wouldn't be a disaster. Not fantastic, but it will do. Obviously, a win puts us level on points of them. And I think that would be so important then. And I think you could see then the momentum that we could get from that could be really, really important. Bearing in mind, they've got the Champions League to focus on as well. And I do mm. think Emma wants to win that before she goes. I really think their focus is yeah. 99% on that. So I think this is our big opportunity on Sunday to say to Chelsea, look, we're 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 gonna take we're gonna take over from you now. I've got a picture behind me when we beat them in the cup final last season. And that was significant as well to show that we could beat them in a big game because we hadn't done it enough. And I think on Sunday now we've got a real opportunity, the form that we're in coming into this game, um, to finally say to Emma Hayes, you know, yes, your reign's coming to an end, but we're actually gonna end it early for you you know we're here now and we're going to take it on i mean we we can't afford to lose on sunday can we and i actually don't think we will i'm really confident that we can get a positive result even a draw wouldn't be it wouldn't be mm -hmm. bad but i really think we can do it on sunday how are you feeling under head of this game because it's such a big game isn't it it's a big i think it's the biggest game for a few years actually in the in the whole context of it all uh difficult to say i mean uh Two seasons ago, uh, we were so close to to win the title. It was just one point difference, and we we have uh, beaten Chelsea at home. We we uh, had to draw there, so uh, we are always close with Chelsea. We we have beaten them last season in the Conti Cup final. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's difficult to say. Um, Emma Hayes would, would say uh, Arsenal is is motivated because they haven't won a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the in, in the last years, okay, Chelsea four times in a row, um, but uh, it's it's uh, yeah, it's a match of two teams. They are equally strong, and uh, I don't see any difference. Uh, Chelsea not better than we are, but we aren't better than Chelsea. Chelsea is more more clinical, more ruthless. They are. Uh, I don't think that they have uh, had a lot a lot of good. Uh, games in this season. Most of the time they were playing, well, yeah, just enough to win. Mm -hmm. And somehow they they managed to score enough goals to win. They conceded two goals in, in some matches, but they scored three or four. So, uh, yeah. And yeah, then this away match at City when they were lucky with, with the referee, when two, two City players got uh, the red card. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, it's 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 not only luck. The the best teams, uh, yeah. It's it's sometimes you can say the best teams they they get the luck they deserve. And yeah, we have we have to accept that Chelsea always manages to win when it's necessary. So it it will be a very very tough game. And uh, yeah, uh, I don't think we will lose, but. Uh, I don't think we'll win, so uh, I expect a draw. A draw with with goals. I think, uh, yeah, 
too early for the predictions. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it will be a fantastic match. And um, if I think on the lineup, yeah, we, we have a fantastic squad. Our squad depth is, is just great. But uh, Chelsea, even if they miss Millie Bright, they, um, they have such fantastic players. Um, I'm sure that Sam Kerr will be back. Okay, Gora Wright, Gora Wrighton is out with injury. But they still have Lauren James, uh, Jesse Fleming, Erin Cuthbert, uh, Frank Kirby. Um, so it uh, it's difficult, and we have to keep Sam Kerr quiet. We have to to take care of Lauren James, who played fantastic against Scotland. Um, yeah, she she can score from from everywhere, and uh, even if we don't like her, I think. Uh, she had uh, she had some matches for the Lionesses uh, at the World Cup, uh, where I didn't like how she performed or how, how she acted. But uh, she's such a talented player, Lauren James. I think she's twenty one. Oh. And and another, yeah, friend Kirby. I really like her. I, I often said she's wearing the wrong the wrong uh, shirt. She shouldn't wear blue. But I really like her. And the same for Erin Cuthbert. If I had to choose one. One or two players from Chelsea for for Arsenal. These two, I would name these two: Frank Kirby and Erin Cuthbert, because they are bringing so much for the team, more than than a Sam Kerr. Of course, Sam Kerr scores uh, a lot of goals, but but she has she has ten chances a match, and then she scores two or three. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's difficult against Chelsea, and uh, yeah. If if we get a draw, then it's okay for the for the situation because it's still three points difference. Um, but uh, for Chelsea, it's a big big chance, and they know this. Uh, they know if they win at the Emirates, they are six point clear at the table. And uh, this is it's early in the season, but six points is is a lot because they already played against City, then Arsenal. Ooh, this would be a huge gap, and um, so yeah, yeah. We, we can't afford to lose. But uh, we are at home, and we have uh, we have a massive crowd behind us, and uh, yeah, Emirates uh, feels more and more home for the girls. So I'm optimistic that they will have a really good match and, and a better performance than than against Liverpool or Villa because it yeah the team. Uh, it's together much much better now and yeah we have we have Beth back uh, maybe we we will have a few minutes for Viv and uh, a contribution to a match even if she only plays 15 minutes we saw for the Netherlands how important she can be so yeah it's no no reason to be afraid of Chelsea but uh, it, it won't be easy to beat them um, I, I'm expecting a draw and yeah, yeah. It, it depends on on how the match develops. <laughs> if we are two nil up, I won't be happy with the draw. But uh, normally, I think um, uh, I would accept the draw as a good result. But anyway, we're, yeah. we're all looking forward to this match. And uh, yeah. today, I got I got um, um, a WhatsApp message from a friend uh, in Austria, in, in Vienna. She's coming over to London for this match because she's a massive fan of Manu Sinsberger. And uh, yeah, of course, she said, I, I want to see Manu live, but this match I, I had to come to, to London. So just fantastic. Well, there you go. You see, I mean, we're attracting fans from all over the world, aren't we? And I yeah. think that sums up where Arsenal women are at this moment in time. And I mean, you're absolutely right. I, I mean, Chelsea are a difficult team to beat. Of course they are. That's why they win so many trophies. And 
And when they have to get a result, usually they do. Yes, he did beat him in Jonas's first game, but, you know, first game of the season isn't quite as mm. important as a game later on in the season, is it? So, yes. um, you know, last season at the Emirates, we were so close. We should have won that game and conceded that really <sighs> poor goal at the last minute, didn't we, to make it 1-1. And um, to, to beat Chelsea, you have to maybe, you do need to be two goals up, really, don't you, going into the last five minutes to give yourself any chance because they're always <laughs> like that. I mean, it happened at Man City, didn't it? Man City had nine players. They were one mm. up. In the end, Chelsea falls a goal and they do that. They do it all the time. And that is a sign of a, a team a, a team of, of winners. That's how you win trophies. And we've got to somehow find a way um, to, to overcome that, haven't we? We've got to find a way to beat them. And we've got the quality. There's absolutely no question about that. We have got the players to be able to beat Chelsea. There's absolutely... I, I'm not... I, I don't doubt that for one minute. What I do doubt is... Um, it's the other side of the game, isn't it? It's not just about how good your players are. It's about that mental side of it. And it's about that um, that side of it that Chelsea are so strong in. And they've been so strong in for such a long time that we've got to, um, we've got to match that. Yes, we did it in the, in the Continental Cup final. Um, and, you know, in, in a sense, this is like a cup final. It's a one-off game like that was. <laughs> and we have to go and win it and look at it like that. Rather than looking... I think it, it's maybe... When you look at it in the context of the title race and the season, it's different if you looked at it as it's a cup final. We just have to go out there and win that game. And if and if we play it in that way, I think we've got a great chance to win. But if, if we're playing it more like it's a league game, then I think a draw, it comes into your mind a little bit more, doesn't it? It sort of mm-hmm. does, you know, let, a draw is not a, not a disaster and it isn't a disaster. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. Draws, I always feel differently about draws depending on that. If, if you're winning the game and you draw, you feel disappointed, you've thrown points away. If you're behind and you come back and get a draw, yeah. maybe you're excited that you've, well, we've gained a point that we didn't think we'd get. So I think it, it does make a difference. But yeah, a draw wouldn't be a disaster, but but let's see. Uh, Terry says, I'm going 5 2. Terry says, uh, Times are changing. That's why Salt is going to America. I think that's one of the reasons. I, I think it's more about contract and the money situation thing. But yeah, obviously, yeah. As you can see that things are changing. You, you can't keep winning trophies. For, it only lasts for so long. And eventually, it's like Man City in the Premier League. You're probably finding that this season. You can only win for so long. And eventually, you're going to have a drop off. And maybe she sees that coming and she's getting out before it happens. Um, but let's hope. I say we're, we're the team ready to jump in and let's do it on Sunday. Uh, Greg says, uh, we'll do them 3 1. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. That would be fantastic. Um, Brandon Dan's gone 1 0. Uh, see, a 1 0 oh. Arsenal win would be great, but would, isn't but... the last five minutes going to be absolutely murder? <laughs> yeah. We're everything. I won't know if it's 1 0. It'll be, it'll be terrible. Um, it'd be stressful. But if we held on for 1 0, that would be great, wouldn't it? Um, Morpheus has gone 3 2 to Arsenal. Well, that would be a great score, wouldn't it? Like we beat them 3 2, of course, last time that we uh, that we beat them in the at the Emirates, it was 3 2, wasn't it? So why not? Yeah. Again? Um, that would be great. It'd be a great game as well, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be tough. We know it's gonna be tough. But I say, for me, at this moment in time, with the group of players that we've got, with the way we've been playing, the way it's all kind of coming together, like you said, Beth's back almost to her best. Viv is coming back. Yeah, she's not gonna be at her best yet, but she can contribute. We know mm-hmm. what quality she's got. She hasn't got to be on a pitch long. Give her the ball. She can create a goal, score a goal. She can do something amazing. So you know, that's a bonus for us as well. And I just think that maybe. It's come at a good time for us. Millie Bright's out. She's so important for Chelsea at the back. She mm. really is. And maybe this game's come at a good time for us. Maybe it has. We won't know until Sunday. But I get the feeling going into it, it could be a good time for us to be playing them 
with the way things are in, in terms of our squad and their squad and all this kind of stuff. Let's see. Um, but yeah, we, we won't know probably until Sunday, will we? Um, Terry says, yeah, we have far too much for them. Um, I know it. Jonas knows it. And if truth be told, you know it as well. Well, I, I know we've got the quality in our team and our squad to beat them. But it's not just about that, is it? In these games, it is a mental thing as well. I do think sometimes we've shown Chelsea too much respect in games. Um, we've almost played a little bit of fear. I'm not saying that we've done that so much in the last couple of seasons, but I've noticed it sometimes. We, we don't seem to have the belief always that we can beat them. We seem to go out with that slightly feeling that, oh, we're not sure if we can beat them or not. And, I, and if we go in with an attitude, you're never going to beat them. You've got to go, you've got to play Chelsea and you've got to be arrogant almost and say, we are going to beat you. We are good enough. We've got the quality to do it. And I think if we go in believing we can do it, we can do it. It's just if we've got any doubts, if there's any doubts at all, Chelsea will make the most of that because that's what they've done against us and against other teams before they do it time and time again. So we can't have any doubt at all. There can't be not even 1% of doubt. Every single player has got to believe 100% that we can beat them on Sunday. And if we go in like that, I think we can beat them. And I think if that's the, if that's the attitude that we've got, I think we will beat them because I think we've got better players than them individually. We've got better players than them and we've got a little bit of momentum. Yes, they haven't lost the game yet this season either, but I just feel that we've got this momentum with us now and, and we've got the squad to do it. And But it, it comes down to 90 minutes of football at the end of the day. That's what it comes down to. Um, Terry says, yeah, Jonas will definitely want to put one over old Sorty before she goes. Well, of course he will. We all want to, don't we? Um, Morpha says, James is great. We need to be careful defensively. Yeah, she's a, mm. she's a danger. There's absolutely no doubt about yes. that. And, you know, we've all said it before. I don't think None of us are particularly keen on her in terms of her personality and her attitude, I don't think. We, she's not a very likeable player when she's playing, no. I don't think. Outside. But there's no doubt her quality. I thought she was brilliant for England in the last two games. She was. She had her moments in the World Cup where she was brilliant as well. And we know what quality she's got. And yes, we do have to be... It's not just her, is it? Obviously, we know Sam, Sam Kerr's going to be a threat if there's a chance she's going to jump on it. Um, and she's got a great record against us in previous games, as we know. But yeah... It's an interesting game because it's got pretty much the top level of players in almost in the world, isn't it, coming together in this game. You know, you look at you look through it, there's so many great players on both teams. We have to admit that they've got some great players as well. It's not, not just James and, and Sam Kerr, they've got a they've got a great team as well. So it, it's a great game to look forward to, isn't it? Knowing that you've got these two lots of great players that are coming together, two great managers who understand the game tactically and everything else. And it's got the makings of being a phenomenal game of football. And it's going to be a great advert for women's football in front of a sellout crowd. It will virtually sell out crowd at the end of it. So, I mean, it's in, it's incredible. What a, what an occasion it is for, for women's football in this country, you know. And, and if, the, if the game lives up to the expectations, it's going to be something special, isn't it? It is going to be an incredible experience. Um, and let's hope that we can come out on top. Uh, Morpheus says that no one likes James, great player. Exactly, yeah. She doesn't seem to be a likeable character, unfortunately. But, you know, I'm sure she's a lovely girl off the pitch. I'm sure she is. She just doesn't come across very well um, when she's playing. And Morpheus says we need to defend as a team. Yeah, I mean, we've got our defensive act together more so in the last few games, haven't we? We were a bit shaky at the start of the season. We still concede a little bit too many goals from set pieces and crosses, which mm. Chelsea are dangerous at. They'll put balls in our box. You guarantee they will. They'll win set pieces out. They'll put our defence under 
pressure in that sense. And that's yep. when we're going to have to be strong. We conceded a lot of goals from crosses against Chelsea. Sam, the one last season when Samco scored that header at the end, you know, that's the type of goal we do concede anyway against anybody. Yeah. So it's important that on Sunday we, we look at that and we work. I'm sure we would have worked on it. And we have been more solid, haven't we, the last few games, which is which is a positive sign. But but let's see. It's such an exciting game to look forward to. Terry says, uh, Carter won't be able to live with Russo and Austin. And no, she probably won't. She was terrible for that in England game against Holland in that first half. Absolutely awful. Um Terry says, LJ Havertz will be taken off by half. So, well, uh, Havertz has been doing quite well as well lately, hasn't he? So, let's um, you know, let's not uh, worry too much about that. Uh, Greg says, Walty kept James quiet in the Conti Cup. She did, yeah. And I'm sure we'll have a similar plan in place for this game. I'm sure we will. But let's wait and see. That's if Walty plays. I'm sure she, she'd probably play a part. But Vicky and, and Kyra have been playing so well together. It's mm. almost like you want to break them up. Yes, it's a different type of game against Chelsea. But I, I don't know. Experience does do a lot. Obviously, Kim Little's fit as well now. She's going to be in contention. It's sort of game where Kim Little's rose to the occasion before as well. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to what a team lineup is. We never know with, with Jonas who he's going to pick anyway, do we, at the best of time. But I think, yeah, I think Leah Walsey, for that extra little bit of experience, may well come in for Vicky Palova, potentially. I don't know. What, what, what do you think? It's going to be tough, isn't it? Because she's been playing well. She had a great game for Holland against us as well, didn't she? It's tough, isn't it? Uh, normally, you, you can't take uh, Vicky Belova out. Uh, no. She's she's so important and so good. Uh, but I'm also convinced that uh, Lia Valti will start. Uh, yeah, her experience, her calmness on the ball, and uh, yeah, it's it's needed. Um, yeah, maybe we can have the momentum that Chelsea is missing Emily Bright and Guru Wright. And these are two really important players. We can't forget this. And um, yeah. Um, it's it's difficult to say which lineup Jonas will choose. Uh, I think uh, Beth will start. Maybe she can go about sixty minutes or so, um, and uh, yeah, probably he'll he'll bring uh, the attacking line with with Caitlin, uh, Alessia, and uh, Beth. So this is what I expect from Jonas. Uh, the midfield is difficult to say. Um, I think Wally will start, but then uh, you can't take uh, Kyra or or. Big Palova out, they were fantastic. And um, especially, uh, I'm, I'm so uh, impressed from Kyra and her performance. Uh, yeah. This 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 uh, coolness on the ball, and she's always forward-oriented. There are no, no unnecessary back passes or something like that. Uh, no. She's always trying to find a solution uh, and play forward. And uh, she protects the ball. She's she has uh, so good ideas. She sees um, she she foresees development of the match and and her passes just fantastic. And and the way uh, Vicky Pelova is is fighting in in tackles and uh, wins the ball back. It's so so important. Uh, I don't think that Kim Little will start. She won't be ready for for starting uh, for starting a match. But maybe she'll come yeah. in the second half if necessary. Uh, yeah, we, we uh, often said in the last weeks that Frida Manum is not at her top level, uh, but um, she improved in the last matches and uh, she's always good for 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 a fantastic goal, for a banger. Uh, when when she got the chance, you know, she can score fantastic goals from from just outside the box. Mm. Will you take her out? It, it's so difficult to say. Uh, it's the quality we have, and and Stina, she scored four goals in four matches. 
and now we we are even not talking about her for this for the starting lineup <laughs> uh, yeah we have so much quality and yeah uh, yeah but just remember the conti cup final uh, i said uh, after the conti cup final i said we had a match plan and even if we uh, conceded very early i think was the third or fourth minute when when chelsea scored uh, we followed this match plan every player in the team believed this match plan uh, they uh, jonas had given and, and they followed it there was no panic uh, we are one nil down uh, what what can what can happen if they score again no they followed uh, the match plan what what they had said before and it worked and that's my hope for sunday that uh, jonas will have uh, yeah tactics that will work and if they believe in these tactics and just follow it even if there are mistakes or if if chelsea creates a chance or or scores just follow the tactics and um and um the 60000 in in the emirates this will this will do us this will yeah play for us i remember the the wolfsburg game uh, we had so many injuries and uh, nobody expected us to be competitive against Wolfsburg, mm. but uh, how did we start this match with with the crowd uh, backing us? We scored. We were the better team. Why not on Sunday? So I expect a fantastic match. The two best teams in in England in the WSL um, going head to head. It's it can't be better. And yeah. Exactly. I mean, that, that's that's what we want to see. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see the lineup, actually. I mean, don't forget, as well as Terry says, uh, Chloe Lacasse as well. Come on and share Chelsea apart. I mean, she's playing well as well, isn't she? Chloe Lacasse. Um, yeah. So another option in, in that forward line. It is incredible, really. And yeah, you're right. I mean, Steen has been brilliant this season. And will she start? Will, will he go with Steena and Ruth? So I don't think he will against Chelsea. <laughs> no, I, I don't, don't even though it's the Emirates with a bigger pitch and bigger space. I, I don't think he will. I think that um, it's going to probably be Russo because that's who he's favoured to start more of the games. And then obviously Steena can come on and have a massive impact like she's done so many times. Um, Morpheus says there, uh, Jonas has to get this right and the fans will be a great boost for the team. Yeah, exactly, they will. Mm, yes. Chelsea, Chelsea, whatever, whatever Emma, she tried to kind of say in, in her press conference today that, you know, well, we've played in big games, in big crowds before, and the players know what it's like. They've played internationals, this, that, and the other. They've not played in front of 60,000 fans at the Emirates in that <laughs> atmosphere before. They haven't. Not in the WSL. No. They've not done that before. I don't care what she says. They haven't. And I think that's going to be a massive... You know, our players are used to that now. We've had four or five big, massive, big crowds at the Emirates. They're used to playing in front. Yes, the Liverpool game didn't go particularly well. We lost to Wolfsburg in the end. But um, apart from the Liverpool performance, when we've had a big crowd in, generally, we've rose to the occasion, haven't we? It's lifted us, you know, and it, it's given us the, the boost that we've needed. And obviously, Sunday's going to be important. A crowd are going to be so important in that game. Um, and I don't think Chelsea have played in, won't have played in an atmosphere like that. Certainly not in the WSL. In the Champions League, maybe, but not in the WSL they haven't. And it's going to be... That's something they're going to have to deal with. Uh, Terry says, um, Kyra Cooney-Cross looks a tight ready for a battle. She does. She does, yeah. I mean, I, I think she'll start. I do. I, I think it might. Mm. Yeah, I think you might be right. I think it might be her and Wally. And maybe Pullover in Frieda Marnham's position. Maybe. Because, I don't know. I think um, Frieda Marnham is in good form at the minute. But she can be a little bit hit and miss. In, in the course of a game. Whereas I think Vicky Pullover at the moment, she's got that tenacity and I think that's needed against Chelsea because that's what they're like and we can counter that with Vicky Pullover. So I think she might start as well. 
and that may be what the midfield is. And then, you know, we'll have the front three. You can pick any five or six for the front three, but I think it'll be Caitlin, Alessia and obviously Beth. I think that's what we'll go with. But, but let's see. I mean, Jonas will have... We'll have a plan. I'm sure he will. Uh, Greg says there, Chelsea doesn't like teams playing at speed against them. No, and the one thing that... Um, another thing that uh, that Emma mentioned in a, a press conference today was about... She said, oh, Arsenal are the best counter-attacking team uh, at, at the moment. And I think you could see that she's maybe a little bit worried about our counter-attacking. So I think she's going to sit quite deep to prevent uh, being open to the counter-attacks as well. I think she's going to try and counter that. So it could be quite a tactical game, actually. It could be quite interesting. Yeah. Um, but hopefully Arsenal can come out on top, but we'll have to see. Um, Terry says, to be fair on the Zins, I don't know what she's been having for breakfast, but she's playing really well. Yeah, she's been a lot better. She has been a lot better in the last few games. You know, dealing with crosses better and just a general all-round player, I think, has been a lot more... Uh, I've felt a lot more com comfortable and calm now with Zinni in gold than maybe previously when she's been a little bit erratic, shall we say, especially with balls into the box. So let's see. Let's hope she can keep that up because we need, we're going to need her on Sunday to play well. Everyone's going to have to play well. All of them, the defence is going to have mm. to play well. Lock to be on her game. Amanda's going to have to step up again. Obviously, if, if Steph plays at left back, I'm sure she will. We know we can rely on her. Obviously, um, Katie McCabe, playing right back probably again we can rely on her so um Morpheus says there Russo direct passes are a big weapon on the break for us yeah hopefully it comes through on Sunday yeah uh, hopefully it will but you know the fact that Emma's pointed out already tends to suggest to me she's going to be ready for that and she's going to have a plan in place to stop us from countering you can't stop every counter attack of course you can't because it just happens and we're good at it but but yeah let, let's see hopefully we can make the most of that and we can capitalize um amar's got some thoughts on the chelsea game as well which he sent us again all the way from india we're all over the world at the minute it's been great yeah as for the next game well i mean the games don't really come much better than london derby in front of a almost sellout crowd last time i there was fifty-seven thousand tickets sold I won't be able to go myself, I'll be on my way home and too tired to go from India, but yeah, I'll be, the good thing is I'll be able to go and watch it well. Two teams bang in form, will Sam Kerr play, won't she? They've got multiple threats, other than uh, Lauren James in bang in form, but then so are our players. Look at Vicky Pullover, Beth seems to be playing well, and uh, Russo as well. Everybody seems to be in form, as it makes it an absolute classic, and uh, well, it's going to be a difficult game to predict, but if anyone's going to real, really challenge Chelsea this title this season, going to be us or possibly City, but we're banging form. I think we'll be up for it. Our home record's good. We haven't lost to them in close to four years, I think it is now. Yeah, but uh, let's see. But I think they'll be up for it. And uh, I'm actually going to go 2-1 Arsenal. I don't know who will score, but I think we'll um, have a repeat of what we saw in the League Cup final in February. Come on, you Gunners. Bring it on. <laughs> well, Emma's confident anyway. Emma's gone too. Well. We might as well get a score prediction. So we've had a few in, in the chat where everyone seems confident Arsenal are going to are going to win, which is great. Obviously, you were saying a draw, Andreas. What are you going for then this week? Yeah, I say it will be a two-two. Uh, but um, of course, I hope we we will score a third. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I wish I wish three-two for us, but. Uh, yeah, I expect to draw two two, and um, yeah, as I said, I expect goals, uh, not not a nil nil as we had um, one and a half year ago uh, at Kings Meadow. No, I think it's two two strong uh, attacking lines uh, for both teams, and uh, yeah, let's see, it's yeah, it's difficult, but. Uh, 
if we score two goals, then we won't lose. Then it's it's a draw. And if we are able to score a third, then I'm confident we are winning. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, I think that's if we score three goals, I think we'll definitely win. I don't think Chelsea are going to score three or four, are they? So I, I would say definitely. Um, but we shall see. Greg says there we should play Steena up front and Russo instead of Marnham. That is an option, of course. Yeah, it is an option. Yeah. Is he going to do that against Chelsea? I'm not convinced. I think so. I think against certain teams, I can see that being a way. I mean, we played it a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? I can't remember which game was. Was it Brighton? Was it Brighton? I think it might have been when Steena started. Russo was sort of in behind, and that mm. worked, didn't it? In, in that game, but that was Brighton. It's not Chelsea. I, I think there's a difference, and we'll, we'll see. But yeah, um, that is definitely an option. I, I like that formation. I like Steena playing through the middle because she can run in behind, and I think against Chelsea, that's a real we weapon. Um, and obviously, Russo can link the play really well as well. So, it's, it, you know, obviously, Russo's better than Frieda Marnham overall as a player, but Frieda does well in that position. But I think you might go Vicky in there just for that extra bit of kind of, you know, that extra sort of muscle, if you like, in midfield. And I think that's what he might go with in this game because I think that might make more sense. Um, Terry says, Amar looks 10 years younger. It's because he's actually got light on him. You can see him. That's why. You can't normally see him. He's in the dark, isn't he? So you, you can't normally tell. <laughs> but uh, Dan says, it's all that Indian time. So, well, it'll be that as well, of course. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I'm sure the weather over there has been a little bit better than we've been having here in the freezing cold. Um, Terry says, 5-2, even if the refs are Chelsea fan. Well, 5-2 would be <laughs> incredible. Have Chelsea ever conceded five goals in the game? I don't ever, think so. Maybe it'll be a long time since I've done that, but um, Morpheus has gone 3 1 on 80 minutes and 3 2 full time. Yeah, I mean, you can see that, can't you? Them getting a late goal back to if, if they're losing by a couple. I mean, I, I did a little video the other day previewing the game, and I, I said 2 1 to Arsenal, playing off same as what Amar said. So I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stick 2 1 for Arsenal, but um, I, certainly a draw wouldn't, wouldn't be a surprise, and it certainly wouldn't be a disaster, but. If we can win this game, I think it, it sends out a really big message, doesn't it? To Chelsea to say, we can, we're here for you. You know, we're coming for you. Um, and also as well, I think it shows that this team can, you know, we mentioned before, Chelsea win games when they have to win them. And this is a chance for us to show that we can win games when we have to win them as well. And this is a big game for us to win, go level on points. So let's, you know, make up for that Liverpool game, won't it? You know, we've not quite managed to shake that off yet because we've always been trailing Chelsea. We've now got the chance to put that Liverpool game behind us, get the three points here, and then repair that damage. And that's what we can do. So I'm going to say we will win 2-1, but it's going to be nervy. It's going to be exciting, and it is going to be a hell of a game, I'm sure. And it's going to be a great experience as well in front of all those, well, hopefully 60,000 fans again at the end as well. Just mad, absolutely mad. Um, now, of course, after Chelsea, we do have the small matter in midweek of... A little North London derby. In fact, it's the first of two North London derbies next week because we play um, Tottenham on Wednesday in the um, Continental Cup. And then mm. we play them again next uh, weekend as well in the WSL. But we'll look more at the WSL game next Friday on the show, of course. Um, but we haven't got a show before Wednesday. So we'll just a quick look into that Continental Cup game. Obviously, you'd expect changes to the team for the between the Chelsea game and the Tottenham game in the Cup. I would imagine that, you know, we've been making seven or eight changes, haven't we, in the Continental Cup games in between the league games. You know, we've got a big squad. I expect the same to happen again. Um, so I'm expecting a lot of changes. But even despite that, you know, 
Tottenham aren't doing particularly well this season, are they? They've got a new manager in, not really mm -hmm. gelling for them yet. I'm sure they'll get better as the season goes on because they've got some good players. And in Martha Thomas, of course, they've got the top goal scorer in the league, haven't yeah. they? So they've got a goal threat in them. You know, there's no doubt about that. But I don't know. I think that, you know, depending on maybe how Sunday goes, but I think there's going to be a lot of changes to the team. But despite that, the strength of our squad should be still good enough to beat Tottenham at Meadow Park where we're very difficult to beat at Meadow Park. I think that's all in our favour. So I'll be surprised if we don't win this game. And it's a big game because if we win, it pretty much will put us through the group, won't it? So it's a it's an important game. I mean, what are you expecting, Andreas, for this one? Obviously, a lot of team changes, I would assume. Yes, um, a lot of changes, but hopefully not uh, not eight or nine changes. Uh, it's it's a very important game because if we lose, then uh, it will be difficult to qualify for the knockout stage in Conti Cup. Um, to win the group, we have to win this match or at least draw and win the penalty shootout. But uh, you can't re rely on, on penalties. So um, we have to win this match. But uh, for, for Spurs, this match is much more important uh, than... Yeah, then for us, uh, it, it sounds it sounds wrong, but uh, yeah, Spurs um, they they won't get relegated in the WSL, and they won't uh, win the title or qualify for Champions League. They they will have a normal season, but this match is something special for them, and um, yeah, they will they will concentrate very much on this. It's it's a derby. It's something special, and and uh, it's a chance for them uh, to beat Arsenal and to go through uh, the knockout stage in Conti Cup. So uh, for them, this is um, not not the match of the season, but uh, much more important. Uh, yeah, on a mental, in a mental basis. Uh, so yeah, uh, the good thing is it's at Meadow Park. If it would be away at Spurs, uh, first Chelsea, this this match of of the season, and then away at Spurs. Uh, uh, I wouldn't be uh, convinced that we win, but at home, uh, I think we will take this serious because uh, the players and Jonas, uh, they all know uh, that we need a win to go through and everybody wants uh, wants to go through in Conti Cup because uh, we have to defend the title and everybody wants this. We are out in Champions League, so Conti Cup is, is the, uh, yeah, the substitute for for the Champions League for us and uh, being out in group stage would be terrible. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I expect us to win, uh, but it won't be an easy win. Uh, Terry will say five or six nil. I don't think this will happen. It, it Yeah, it will be maybe two, one or, or so for us. And um, yeah, it, it will be difficult and it will be tough, but we have the better squad. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure that uh, if you, yeah, if you compare the squads, uh, Arsenal versus Spurs, uh, we are much better. And even if we make five or six changes, uh, then we we must win this. And uh, I'm, I'm convinced at home we will win. Yeah, I, I am as well. Yeah, I mean we are the much better team. We know that, and. You know, we've got, I say, we've said this before, we've got a Champions League squad. We don't have Champions League, but we do have the Continental Cup. So let's use the squad. Let's rotate. Let's give players minutes. Mm. Let's get live a little bit longer on the pitch, hopefully, yes. against Tottenham. You know, and, and let's, let's you know, take the game seriously, but making sure that we're giving some of the players who are not playing as much, give them minutes on the pitch 
you know, obviously Katarina Cole may well get to play mm. again. She played in the last game and players like that that aren't necessarily playing many minutes in the, in the league. So um, that's what we need to do. Um, Terry says 6-1 in the cup and 4-0 in the league. <laughs> well, I say, well, look at the league. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Andreas did say you might go 6-0. Six, six <laughs> Uh, Greg's gone five nil for the cup. Wow, we're expecting some big wins here. You know, I know Tottenham aren't very good. Uh, Morford says Andreas trying to explain Spurs being Spursy. Well, yeah, they they are. Uh, Terry says we're winning the Conti Cup. So how can Spurs beat us? Well, that's true. I don't think anyone's supposed to beat us actually. But um, I think that um, yeah, depending on the team lineup may depend on how many we win by potentially. You know, I still think we've got a strong enough squad. We could almost change all the eleven players and still have a team that should be still strong enough to beat Tottenham. I'm not. I don't think we'll do that, but we could potentially. When you look at the players that we've got on the bench that aren't playing that could come in, we could make eleven changes actually and still have a decent team. So, um, I think we'll win against Tottenham in the cup. What do I think the score will be? Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm going to go 4-1. I think we'll win 4-1 <laughs> on, on, on Wednesday. Um, I just think we've got too much quality. And obviously, the players that don't start will be on the bench. So, if, you know, if Alessia doesn't start, she'll probably come on. You know, Viv will probably come on. We've got those players on the bench late in the game when Tottenham are tired that we can just bombard them and get a few goals at the end. Maybe. What was your score prediction for that one, Andrew? Did you give one or not? Uh, I said two one, uh, but uh, of, of course, yeah. Let let's be more optimistic, and I say three one. Yeah, we win three okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, three one's fine. We'll, we'll take any win. I, I, I'm yeah, not bothered if we win one nil or ten nil. Yeah, I mean, uh, Greg says doesn't matter home or away to Spurs. They aren't good enough to beat our weakest team. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I totally agree with that. Um, but football is sometimes it's not always it's not on paper is it we can look at the players individually and think we've got a much better team than them we should easily win doesn't always work cup shocks happen i'm not saying this would necessarily be a big cup shock with two wsl teams but we should win this game and if we if we play anywhere near our top level whatever 11 we've got out on the pitch we we should have enough and i think we will we'll have some quality on the bench to come on if needed and 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 finish it off if we need to so um terry says there uh, i knew andreas uh, was a 2-1 yeah exactly yeah you have to have a rethink on the 2-1 but i mean let's just win the game first and then we mm. can worry about scoring loads of goals after we've got the game won that's what it's about isn't it because it is an important game we we can't afford to get knocked out of the group of the continental cup we can't afford to do it this season if we're in europe we wouldn't be in the group stage anyway but it's important without europe we've got to get through the group we've got to get to the yes. knockout section and Hopefully, we want to defend the cup and win it again because it was great, wasn't it? You know, it's nice. It's nice to win cups, and you can't win too many of them. So let's let's try and do it. Let's try and do that and keep going. But yeah, I, I think we'll beat Tottenham. I think we're far too strong for them. Um, and of course, we've got another uh, North London derby to come next weekend. Um, and Emma as well has given us some thoughts on the Spurs game as well. Just before we go, hi there, me again. Yeah, I don't think Sunday's result against Chelsea will have too much of a bearing. Expect to see a lot of changes for a Conti Cup game. Yeah, we were lucky against Southampton, but I don't expect the same against Spurs. Just coming back off a 7-0 shellacking at the hands of Man City away, and how they recover will be interesting to see. Manchester United at home is a tough game. Three days later, go to Arsenal, and then three days later, face us again. So it's a brutal schedule for them. And I mean, whilst they have troubled us in the past, I don't see them causing too much trouble for us at Meadow Park. And whatever happens on Sunday, their squad will be motivated to get one of our rivals in a fixture we've dominated. 
putting nine goals past them last season whilst just conceding one penalty at Billy was. So yeah, I'm expecting a comfortable home win, maybe nine or ten changes and uh, possibly a sellout crowd as, as tends to be the case at Meadow Park for these games, who knows. But I'm going to say Arsenal 3, Tottenham 0 and hopefully we'll progress to through to the knockout stage and uh, top our group in style. Fantastic. Yeah, well, 3-0, three, three I was going, that's good, isn't it? So I think we're all confident that we'll win that game anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, obviously Sunday is so important that sometimes it's difficult to think beyond that game, really. But, you know, we have got the, the kind of cup game to come and, we, you know, we're not going to have another show before, so we might as well. Um, Morpheus uh, also says there, um, who has the best first 11 in WSL and who has the better squad? I mean, that's quite interesting, isn't it? I mean, I think at this moment in time, I think Arsenal have got the best squad the depth that we've got, especially in the attacking area of the pitch. But even now in midfield with Vicky Pullover and Kyra Cooney cross, adding to Leah Walty and Kim Little. Yes, I mean, Chelsea are a great team. Let's not pretend otherwise. As much as we dislike them, we've got to admit they're a great team. They've got a good squad as well. And they've got players that have been there and done it and won the trophies. Um, and they've got that little bit of experience, more experience in that side of it. But I believe, and maybe, you know, maybe I'm just biased. I don't know. I think we've got now, at this moment in time, I think we've got the better starting eleven, and we've got the better squad. But Chelsea are top of the league. So they would argue that obviously they've got the better squad and the better team because they're sitting top of the league. Whether they'll still be there on... Well, they'll be top on Sunday, probably. We're not going to beat them 8 or 9 nil. But, um, you know, it, it's... I, I don't think there's much in it. I think first 11, Chelsea have got a little bit more experience of winning the big games and the big trophies and that we maybe lack slightly. Um, and obviously, we're still missing Leah Williamson, who's an important player to us. But there's not much in it. But I I think we just maybe... I think our starting 11 is maybe slightly stronger than theirs. We'll see on Sunday. Um, and I think our squad that this season now is stronger than Chelsea's. What, what do you think, Andreas? Who do you think has got the best starting eleven and the better squad? Do you think it's us or do you think Chelsea oh. or some Man City maybe? Because Man City got a good squad. Yeah, the advantage for Man City is uh, they nearly have the same squad than last season. It's only Giroud yeah. that uh, was added to the squad and the rest uh, is already has found together and they they know they know each other perfectly. So this is their advantage. Uh, I think the squad uh, from Chelsea and Arsenal, it's it's equal in quality. Um, currently, we have the advantage that they um, yeah, they are missing Millie Bright, probably for Sunday. Uh, this is massive, massive as, as for us uh, is uh, Leah Williamson. But uh, yeah, Leah is out for, for half a year now. Uh, so for Chelsea, this is a new situation to miss Millie Bright. And um, I don't see uh, any any player in the Chelsea defense or in the Chelsea squad uh, with this quality. Uh, if they bring Jess Carter, the Kadisha Buchanan, uh, now uh, Anik Noen uh, has done her ACL. She's she's out too. Uh, yeah, the the defense is um, is not not as strong as it was for Chelsea. And um, yeah, their their midfield and their attacking line is fantastic. Uh, that this is equal equal to us. So uh, it will be small margins that decide the match on Sunday. Everything is is possible. But uh, as I said, we we don't have to be afraid of Chelsea of their quality. They they have their quality, yes, but we have our quality too, and uh, they have their 
their weaknesses and their problems. And I think uh, that defense uh, might might be a problem um, with our attacking line and a defense with with Lawrence Buchanan, uh, Carter, Liam Charles. Um, as a Chelsea fan, I wouldn't be convinced uh, that that uh, these players will be able to keep the Arsenal attacking line quiet. So this this is our chance. And uh, why not scoring two or three goals? And as I said, if we score three goals, we will win. So this is my big hope. Yeah, would be fantastic if if uh, Mido or or if Midema score in in stoppage time the winning goal. <laughs> that that would be good. Can 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 you imagine with uh, coming? On at 75 minutes or so, and then scoring the decisive goal in maybe 88th or 90th minute, uh, and this this in at the Emirates with 60,000 specking her. This would be just fantastic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's let's would, stream. That, that's the dream, isn't it? Really, that, that's uh, the dream. Um, Terry's gone Arsenal and Arsenal in response to that question. Um, yeah, I don't disagree. Uh, Terry says Arsenal have the better uh, better team and squad. Chelsea have the refs back in. Well, they do seem to sometimes, don't they? Oh. <laughs> um, Greg says totally agree. Yeah, I mean, I think Sun Sunday's going to tell us a lot more about who's got the better team at the moment. If, if obviously if we win the game, then you obviously that's the end of that argument, isn't it? Obviously us um, and whoever wins the league at the end of the season has probably got the better squad because you've got to deal with injuries, you've got to deal with all the number of games, all the different competitions and what have you. And the best group of players wins the league. Um, you know, you can win the battle, but can you win the war? You know, I'm hoping we can win both. But to do that, <laughs> to have any chance of doing that, we have to win the battle on Sunday first. And if we do that, I think that shows that maybe... I mean, it's difficult to say, isn't it? In a one-off game, any, any 11 players could potentially beat another 11 players. Does that mean they're a better team? They were the better team on the day. And hopefully we will be on Sunday. I think it's difficult to know. Chelsea have won all the trophies in recent years, or most of them. So you've got to say they've been the better team. They've been the better squad. But we have improved in all aspects of our, you know, our squad's improved, our team's improved. And have they improved as much? I think we're definitely closing that gap. And we'll see on Sunday how much more there is to close. And obviously by the end of the season, we'll know exactly where we are. You know, if, if we've won the league, we've finished above Chelsea, then we'll know that we're better than them now. If we don't, then we'll have to say we've still got some more work to do. You know, whatever that is, we have to improve in certain aspects to, to be able to catch them. But at this moment in time, I don't think there's a lot to choose between us and Chelsea in the starting 11 or in squad. I think we've got more depth attacking, definitely more strength in depth attacking. You know, Chelsea maybe haven't needed it because they've got Sam Kerr who scores all their goals, whereas our, we've now got so many different options that we can bring off the bench as well. And hopefully that will be what makes a difference on Sunday. We'll have to see. But interesting to... We'll find, I say we'll find out a little bit more on Sunday, but we won't have any definitive, definitive answers on Sunday because it's not till you win the trophies. That's when... that's The, the best team wins the league, don't they? The best squad of players wins mm. the league with the best manager. So if Chelsea do it again, we'll have to hold our hands up and say we've, we've still got a little bit to go to catch them. But... You know, Sunday's going to give us some idea of where we are currently and where they are currently. And hopefully it will be good news for us and we can go out there and get the three points. And suddenly it makes the title race really, really interesting, doesn't it? You know, and bearing in mind as well, if Man City were to win their game, if, if we've beaten Chelsea, Man City win, they've closed up three points on Chelsea. Man United can close up three points on Chelsea. Suddenly you've got that top four really, really close together again. 
really exciting, isn't it? So any everybody else apart from Chelsea fans should want us to win because yeah. the title race closer. If Chelsea win, it's almost done. We're not even at Christmas. We don't want to see that, do we? We want it to be nice, tight, good, good title race. So let's see. We can only do our bit. Win, win the game on Sunday. And let's see where we are. But yeah, um, it's going to be so exciting. It's it's. I've not been looking forward to a game as much as this for a very long time, actually, in the context of the season and knowing that. I think there's a, you know, it's been spoken about before about a power shift. I do feel as though there is a power shift happening and that Chelsea have had it all their own way for too long. But I think we're we're ready to take over now. And Sunday's going to prove that, hopefully, that we are when we go on and win the game. That's that's the dream, isn't it? But let's see. It's going to be tough. We know it's going to be tough. Um Terry says, yeah, uh, let's be honest, the ref uh, got the draw for Chelsea against City. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I remember was watching that game and obviously Man City without to nine players. And um, I was saying, when I had all the injury time, I was saying, they're going to play until Chelsea score. They won't finish this game until Chelsea have scored. And they didn't. They kept on playing and then Chelsea scored and then they, they finished the game. But yeah, you did get that feeling in that particular game, didn't you? Um, Gunnar, Dad says, Christmas is red. Well, <laughs> well, Hopefully. Red, yeah, it's it's, it's got to be Arsenal's day, hasn't it? Because it's Christmas nearly. So yeah, let's hope let's hope all that's right. Um, but it is. I think the most important thing for Sunday is it's going to be a great advert for women's football. Big crowd, virtually sold out crowd at the Emirates. 60,000 people are thereabouts. Two of the best teams in in world football, women's football, going head to head. Neither team's going to want to give an inch. Or it's going to be such a competitive game. Hopefully, there'll be a few goals that we can all enjoy, and hopefully, Arsenal win. But women's football, hopefully, is going to be the winner on Sunday more than anything. It's because it's going to be such a big advert for the growth that we've seen, you know, in terms of the crowd and everything else. So, um, it is going to be something special. I'm sure you're looking forward to it. What what um, what uh, stand are you in, Andreas, on Sunday? Uh, I'm uh, I'm at club level as always. Oh, club level! Okay, wow, fantastic! Yeah, so, so yeah I've, I've the luck. season the season ticket for club level because it's more more leg room for for me, and so yeah, I'm enjoying it there. And uh, yeah, I I I will uh, make a match day vlog again with the atmosphere, so you can see oh, from 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 my place. It's it's uh, yeah at the middle line so it's really good view and uh, looking forward to it <laughs> no it, it's gonna be it's gonna be great but anyway so if you're in club level and you see andrea say hello i'm sure it'll be yes to see yes you. Um, and that'll be good or you know so that's gonna it's, it's just gonna be a great occasion isn't it so everyone's gonna enjoy it i'm sure and it's gonna be um a very very uh, good game so so that's it and the weekend can officially start we're a little bit later obviously we're a little bit later starting today because we wanted to get andreas on the show because we knew he was, he was traveling out across the across the pond to come over to, to london for the game um so it's good to see you. have you um obviously you had a very good journey you're, you're glad to be on the show yeah of course i enjoyed to be in the show and i was really looking forward to it and uh, yeah <laughs> I was a bit concerned when my flight was delayed. I said, "Oh no, <laughs> it'll be difficult." But yeah, it's it's great to be in the show and discuss all this. And I think we are all excited for Sunday more more than ever, more than for normal matches. It's it's not a normal match, yeah. so yeah, I really wanted to be in the show and discuss this. And uh, I want to be in in the stadium and have this atmosphere. Can't wait uh, for the match. And uh, it, it's yeah, it's so exciting. <laughs> It is. It is so exciting. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be great. 
and we'll look forward to the vlog as well to get some of the atmosphere from the stadium and hopefully before the game and in the pub and stuff like that if you go in in the toilet and again I'm sure it'll be busy in there as always um Morpheus says there, uh, thank you guys, great show. No, thank you very much, my friend, for watching. Don't forget to give us a like as well before you go, everybody else as well. Um, thanks to Amar as well for his videos in India, all the way in India. He's, he's coming back on Sunday. He's, had a, he's yeah. had a week or so away in India, so I'm sure he's had a great time in the great weather there. I'm sure he's uh, he's been um, really having having some fun over there. And he'll be back He'll be back on the show next Friday anyway, so we can catch up with him and find out how it went in India. Um, so obviously, thanks to Amar for sending the videos in and thanks to Andreas for being here. I'll be back, of course, tomorrow. It is the Arsenal men playing a big game again. No. What a big game that is away at Aston Villa. Wow, <laughs> that is going to be exciting, isn't it? So um, that's not to be missed as well. It's half five kickoff, so I'll be here live at quarter past five for that one. So join me for that because that's going to be good. Um, but is it going to be better than Sunday's game? Probably not, but it might be up there with it. It's not going to be much to choose, is it? They're both going to be great games this weekend. It's a, it's a brilliant weekend to be an Arsenal fan, isn't it, for these two massive games. Hopefully. And hopefully, if Arsenal can win them both, what a weekend it will be. Well, that will be... A, uh, Christmas will come early, won't it? If Arsenal can get two, <laughs> six points in this weekend on Saturday and Sunday, Christmas will definitely have come early. Um, so we definitely look forward to a great weekend. Uh, Terry says, wish you a great show again. And what can you say about Andreas other than... Uh, what a top guy. Remember, everyone in the chat, hit that thumbs up button before you go. Indeed, yeah, hit the thumbs up button. Morpheus says, I'm fuming for Arteta's yellow card last game. You see, I'm not, and I'll tell you yeah. why. Because last time he wasn't on the bench, we played some brilliant football against Man City. Do you remember on New Year's yeah. Day when he had COVID or something? And we were brilliant that day. So I'm kind of thinking that him not being on the bench might be an advantage in a way. He's up in the oh. stand, so he can be involved in the pre-season, the pre-game stuff. He can do everything else. He's watching the game up there rather than him. I think sometimes there's too much pressure on the team when he's on the touchline, waving his arms about and shouting and stuff. I, It might help us relax and maybe play. I don't know. I've got a feeling it might be an advantage in a way. So I'm actually not too, I'm not too bothered. I was quite pleased when he got that, thinking, good, this might actually help us on, on Saturday. It's going to be a really tough game. Villa are a brilliant side at home. We saw the other night they ripped Man City to pieces, absolutely ripped them to pieces. And if they if they play like that against us, it's going to be tough. But, you know, I think we'll, we'll be ready for them. We will be ready for them. Morpheus um, says there, uh, we were robbed on Gabby Red Card VC. Like, yeah, we were, yeah. We played really well, didn't we? You know, and then they got a, a dodgy goal at the end as well, didn't they? Um, but, yeah, it was just one of them. But we played well, and that's what I'm saying. And hopefully we can play well again on Saturday. But tomorrow we'll see. But it's going to be a, a great game. Uh, Terry says, I agree. I'll turn around. Well, maybe just stick him up in the stand every game. Maybe that's the way. We'll see. If we play well tomorrow, beat Aston Villa 4-0, then we'd have to say, I'll tell you, you stay up there, mate, every single game. Stay <laughs> up with Andreas in club level every game at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. Andreas, and that'll keep you out of trouble. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow. But, yeah, it's two fantastic games of football this weekend, isn't it? It's just brilliant. But, you know, what a weekend it's going to be. Um, it's so exciting, isn't it? It's going to be great. Um, but we'll see anyway. Let's let's wait and see what happens first. It could be we could end up on one Sunday evening really crying with disappointment because we've lost both games. But um, let's hope not. Let's hope not. Uh, Greg said it's going to be a, a great, a good weekend, a good night tomorrow. Yeah, and yourself, mate. Yeah, we'll hopefully see you tomorrow. If you're around tomorrow, quarter past five, I'll be here for that Aston Villa game. Well, and then of course Sunday, quarter past twelve. For the big, big game at the Emirates, Arsenal, um, Arsenal women against Chelsea. Wow, what an exciting weekend we've got coming up. Um, Morpheus says, um, I like that. It's souls that are set her out from. Indeed, yeah, exactly. It does. Just get him up in the stand. That's it. He just needs to be away from the dugout. Let the players play and relax and get on with it. That's what you need to do. Um, anyway, right. So thanks for watching. I say the weekend's here. The Arsenal women's show has finished. 
We will see you tomorrow for the Arsenal match. Enjoy it. Thanks to Andreas, of course, as always. Thanks to Amar for his contributions. All the way from India. Um, but that's probably the furthest away someone's been on the show that's not been on the show. Do you know what I mean? Not in India. You know, Andreas is normally in Germany, which is fine, but India's a bit further away. So Amar's yeah. beating the record tonight. He's got the furthest. He's been the furthest away. Uh, Terry says, how can you wish Arteta on Andreas? Well, he might be able to talk some sense into him. That's why. <laughs> Andreas needs to speak to Arteta, and I'm sure everything will be fine then after that. He, he needs to <laughs> Sitting with Andreas and we'll be fine. Um, anyway, uh, thanks for watching, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your Friday night. And of course, enjoy your weekend tomorrow. I'll see you at quarter past five. And Andreas, we'll see you Sunday, hopefully at the Emirates. So say yeah. hello to Andreas if you do. And we'll see you later. Come on, you gunners. Enjoy it and enjoy your Friday night. Tell our guys. See you later. Yeah. Bye.